This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Before we get started, Lawrence, hit him with that good ad read. Throng Fits, the only podcast that matters, is brought to you by Seasons, a members-only rental service for designer menswear. Right now, this week, debut, the Throwing Fits collection is now live on Seasons. You probably can get that on the homepage. I think my boy Arkells right now is writing up a blog as we speak. This is a fantastic new way where, listen, maybe you're a himbo like Jimbo and you're just looking for John's that fuck. Maybe you're a Larry clone trying to do a paint-by-numbers fit with laser-like precision, or honestly, you're probably just a chill fellow John's enthusiast looking for new pieces, trying to find inspo, and now you can do that via every single John that James and I have ever rented from Seasons in one handy-dandy collection. I'm pretty psyched because now it's like you can even play the game. Is this a is this a Larry John or a... a Jimmy John. <laughs> or a Jimmy, or a Jimmy John's. <laughs> um, and... The best part about the goddamn motherfucking boys, because we always have your back, is the fucking promo code. Use Throwing Fits at checkout for 25% off your first month. That's Throwing Fits, no space, all lowercase. James, how do I spell that shit? E-H-R-O-W-I-N-G-F-I-T-S. Or subscribe at szns.co slash Throwing Fits. That link should be in the show notes. Um, yeah, so there you go. 25% off your first month. You're welcome. Um, be a better conscientious John's enthusiast. Use seasons for your next fit pick. You know, Jimmy and Larry are all over this fucking shit. We're in there like swimwear seasons, a better way to rent bitch. Throw gang. We are joined by the Duchess of deputization, her majesty of the Mel gaze, the dollar shave club, Kaiser empress of editorial. The Pharaoh features Don Dada of that dick talk, that dick talk dominatrix of the deadline queen of copy. They say behind every men's media entity, there's an underpaid and overworked woman Titan of the top edit media is not dead. It's just resting its eyes. Deputy editor of Mel magazine, Alana Levinson, Alana, how the hell are you? I'm ready to marry you after that. introduction. <laughs> Let's- fucking go what tell your tell your boiler fuck? soup enthusiast boyfriend he can fuck the fuck off back to Bunyan canyon is that the way to a woman's heart oh is with like a huge God. hype man intro yes I, I don't even know where to start queen of the uh, copy the the duchess of deputization would be uh, the place to start. I, mean, I was i was personally proud of the mel gaze yeah, yeah that's the mel gaze was really the, good can you that answer a question funny. for for me and james real quick before we actually start asking questions does mel stand for anything is it like an acronym no it does not everyone okay. that's like one of the top googles people think so because it's all caps but the all right. caps is just you know we all caps when you, when you spell the mel's hype. name yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then some people have been like, is it like Mel, like male and fret, like in a different language or something? And we're like, no, the real story, which I actually think is way better, um, is the CEO of Dollar Shave Club was once like before he became, you know, rich and famous living on the couch of this woman named Mel who like totally like fed him and just let him like kind wow. of be unemployed. Sugar mommy. And 
Well, yeah. no. Okay, it was a nice friendship. A oh. mother figure. A mother it was just figure. a mother figure. She helped him out. Sure. And then um, when he started this, he was like, I'm going to name ma- the magazine after her. <laughs> hey, Mel, I named this magazine that talks about dicks and assholes about <laughs> yeah. you. As, or as opposed to like paying you back like with real compensation yeah, for exactly. feeding and housing me. I'm just going to name this fucking I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was maybe there was a chance it was named after like a Melvin, which is like a male or a wedgie from the front. Right? Really? Like, that's what that's yeah. called? A, yeah, Melvin. a male frontal wedgie is called a Melvin? That would actually yeah. be great. We should just start saying that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, the rumor started here. Uh, yeah. Alana, we're happy to have you. Uh, we are going to do a fit check. And I know you were kind of down. The first thing you did when you came into Zoom is you were downplaying, you know, the, the entire fucking, you know, the whole fit. And we're just, we wanted to pump the brakes. The question for you is, do you want to start top down or bottom up? Bottom up, bitch. Ooh, nailed it. Not LAPD. No, no. And honestly, the shoes are the most important part always to me. Really? So you you always go, that's always how you dress foundationally up? Well, that's a good question. That's not always how I dress, but I do think that shoes, like shoes are what take an outfit. This outfit I'm wearing is not great. You throw the shoes on, boom, I'm a star. All right. It's the the foundational element. Yes. Yes. Okay, so the shoes. First, I want to say, I don't buy anything full price. I, Is that because you get it for free? No. First of all, when you have like celebs on here and they're t- and you're like, what's the celebs? last time you bought like Joda and you're like, okay, what's the last time you bought something full price? Right. Um, and I was like, Never. he doesn't have to buy anything, but I am just like weirdly. I don't know if it's that I'm cheap or just like you know, being raised half Italian, half Jewish. Yeah. I just love the deal. The oh, yeah. deal, it's like- it's the, not art even, of the art of the, art deal. Of the deal. If I had, I, I really do believe that even if I was like a super wealthy person that could afford to get like Gucci loafers, I would not, I would be like, that's too expensive. I'm not spending $700 I'm cheap now. with you don't everything get rich. in my life, but John's. You don't get rich by spending $600 on Gucci loafers. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but don't you also feel like you're sort of like giving it up to them? Like you're letting them win- so anyways, yo, Gucci, if you're listening, bend me over if it's whatever it takes. I don't care, dude. I want all the loafers. Yes, I know. I love them. So I always wanted them, but I was like, no fucking way. So I, there are all these amazing outlets in LA. There's so many. I honestly forget the name, the exact name of the one that I got these at, but there's one right by Palm Springs that has like every designer and it's just outlets. Sick. Okay. It has... And some are like some are worse than others. Some don't right. actually have deals. And the Gucci one is really hit or miss. This is before COVID. There's usually like a tiny line, but they just sometimes have like Gucci loafers for like two fifty. These ones, those are great. Wow, the evil yeah. Knievel twos. Yeah, they're, holy they're, shit. I forget the name, but it's sort of like an for the for the listeners. It's like in a blue metallic with <laughs> silver stars on it. Yeah, you um, literally look like Evil Knievel or like a Vegas, Vegas era Elvis yeah. type. They're, those are fucking sick. Exactly. The, the, no. the swaggiest uh, capital stormer on January yeah. 6th with those. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and how patriotic. it works is it's like, usually it's just like overstock from like two seasons ago. So I yeah. guess these were like some insurrectionist swag dude that yes is fire. exactly so that so no matter how bummy you're coming if you put on the gucci sleds yes. the horse bits you feel like a, a billion dollars i i think so that's great advice i agree man i mean because- like yo james what's the thing that you always say uh you want to have night uh, good things between you and the ground shoes bed 
What yeah, is it? It's, uh, tires, shoes, and bedding. There it is. It's like a dad, like a good dadism, you know. Yeah. So yes. you want to spend money on things that separate you from you know you and the earth. Yeah, there <laughs> the earth. Shoes, bedding. <laughs> I guess car tires. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you fire good fire stones. Yeah, um, yeah. What kind of socks do you wear with Gucci loafs? Would you raw dog them? Right now, I'm doing the PEDS situation, but I do only because they're a tiny bit big. You know, when you're balling on mm-hmm. a budget and you're getting things for sure. 250 you right. might not always get the right size. But those those, those shits are stuffed down. with tissues as we speak. You know? <laughs> I think they're like half a size too big. But um, yeah, so I wear the little PEDS. Do is, God, that like a, God, is that a no-show? Okay, that- uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it's like a, it's like a. Wow, like, feet on cam for the audience at sorry, home. Feet wow. on they cam. Like, they were like sturdy. Wow. Oof. Yeah, it's I'm okay. So we'll put that behind pay. Well, the, the paywall on yeah, Patreon, we'll, we'll but we won't make okay. it for free. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You guys do so, no show socks. Uh, no. No, they. What? No, I, they mean, do I think there's a moment. I think there's no, a moment. No, they do, but it's like yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't prescribe to that notion. Yeah, just. just Neither do I. And by socks. the way, I usually would wear like a funky. I also got at that outlet like Masoni socks. Were, like, oh hell yes! Right, like Sick. basically just don't go with the shoes at all, but really go. You know, right? What I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, what goes with the the evil Knievel twos? I mean, not <laughs> much. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of they sort of stand alone. If that sure. makes sense. And then and then what what do you got on the uh, on your hindquarters throughout? The, so yeah, the other thing today? about me is that I also like only buy things vintage, but I don't mean like from a vintage store where it's curated like i literally go to the goodwill there's this place here called the goodwill outlet that's bins of trash goodwill has an outlet yo (laughs) goodwill what okay it's like just a door is that just a dumpster is that a dumpster on fire out back like you guys are coming to la and we're fucking going to the bins okay i have met so many cool vintage dealers and like fashion people basically if you're a vintage dealer, you go there because you buy clothes by the pound. Like I found a Nirvana. Oh, I see what you mean. This is like the Rose Bowl flea. This is like you're like elbowing. No, no, you're like Rose- you're like elbowing out like you know uh, you know low income families for like blankets and shit. <laughs> yes, right? yes, yeah. that's what box them out like fucking Rodman. Wait, were you about to dunk on me by saying Rose Bowl? Is that like a Rose civilian? Rose Bowl is like already curated and expensive. Wow. This is where you go. You wear you're like the shit. This is like dust. Like you might even before COVID, it's like you're getting some sort of a, like yeah. airborne illness. COVID-18. From I, I don't want to hunt. I don't want to dig. I want to spend the money to get the fly shit. That's I know. how I feel. We're personally. different. I'm yeah. to me. We're like, built different. Yeah. We're just built different. Yeah, sure. Um, But for me, the hunt is half of it. It's the satisfaction of getting the thing and being like, I found this. And like, I'm a big trophy been- hunter. You're like that woman that killed the giraffe and ripped its heart out to uh, give to her husband for Valentine's day. Absolutely. I also think, cause I drugs. like, now that I I'm sober, I like don't do any drug. To me, that is like a drug. It's like seeing right. a bin and then finding like a vintage Nirvana Nevermind shirt from the '90s and buying oh, yeah. it for twenty five cents and like knowing, even though I'm never going to sell it, I could resell it. Yeah, like that makes me feel like. Do you have that? Sounded like a very specific thing that happened That's to you. That I got that at the bins. Holy Been shit! Chased that high ever since that serotonin. I have. Yeah. I basically uh, Adam Sandler and uncut gems, but like right. for like. <laughs> Up. <laughs> so what's so your ad i want to okay podcast. so anyway yeah. so, so this whole we... outfit is like from the bins it's okay. vintage levi's um like nice. mom jeans that are just have natural holes all over them great so natural again, distressing yes. the way to do it Not um bad. and Not then bad. a tie-dye shirt that's just like hanes that someone tie-dyed that i just oh, hold on 
Nice and, classic um, swirl. Yes. Yeah, right. And so we talk, we do the little French talk. Oh, I love that. Well, wel- welcome to the fucking dark side, dog. Oh God. When a man has the French tuck, it's just I'm f- it's first erotic. first of all, for the audience at home, I'm fully tucked. I am fully tucked <laughs> and fully torqued. That's but like yeah, tuck. French tuck is like a little kind of spreadator. Like, what did I tuck in? Did I not tuck in? Whoops. Yes. The world may never know. Daisy. Yeah. Ooh, like, me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um and the hoodie. And then the hoodie I just got this weekend at a thrift store in Kernville, California for a dollar on sale. Just like a Notre Dame. 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 The 90s. college. That's that's Notre yes. Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. I, well, how would I know how to say What do you it, think okay? it's the cathedral? Well, the cathedral. No, it's obviously not. The, the cathedral. fighting hunchbacks. You know, it's a different. That's a different. Show your support for Supreme Court Justice Amy Barrett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, this is probably really problematic, but I just was like, oh, like. I love the look of like a '90s college sweatshirt. Oh, for sure. That, that's like, collegiate. That's Ivy, basically. Yeah, exactly. That would like hate me. So, mm. um, yeah. Unless we forget Alana. Oh, spectacles too. We got spectacles, spectacles. spectacles. Zenny, you know about Zenny? No, no. Fuck, tell Zenny. me more. <laughs> you guys, I'm just. I know about Zenya. I know about Zenya. I don't know about Lenny's. Lenny's okay, sandwiches. Zenny is this yeah. like website? So. You know how people used to spend like thousands, hundreds, oops, I went exaggerated, of dollars on frames? You can just order Some people spend thousands, by the way. Well, sure, but also you can, there are all these websites now for $10. There are websites now? Yeah. There are websites now that look for $10. Shout out to any... Shout out, send me some free free $10 frames. Yeah, that's a good plug there. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. My wife has cutler and gross... My wife has cutler and gross frames, but those are like super expensive but she got them cheaper at another well, I, know what you're saying. I will get like maybe one expensive frame but like because i wear glasses all the time i want to switch up the look and why do we need to spend hundreds like this was ten dollars so i could kind of try it out so i have like 10 pairs of glasses and they put the prescription in there for you they right. just mail oh, nice. it to you yeah and what about uh the panties alana yeah. We're not oh, asking God. because you're a woman. Yeah, we do ask. Do you ask everyone? We do. Oh, in my Calvins. Ooh. What do you do in your Calvins? You edit in your Calvins? I do it all. You do it all. <laughs> yes, but I am the queen of copy in my Calvins. Wow. That's right. I'm gonna I'll, I'll copy and paste this entire uh, intro. Yeah. I'm gonna need it. that. Can I just like steal that and pretend yeah, that yours. I wrote it? We're yeah, we're but, veterans at giving away the IP, so like yeah, we're we fucking. Oh, yeah, we, this isn't is our first rodeo. We're, we're men of the people. If we are nothing else, and with that comes giving away your intellectual property to literally anybody who asks nicely. So, do you guys feel? How come did your uh, little kerfuffle didn't get as much press as the caller daddy's? No, because no, no one listens it. to our show. No. So <laughs> listen, it matter. listened. Yeah. You were, you were, of course, those ladies getting all the fucking attention. Am I right, boys? God damn, dude. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Yo, if I, was wearing, if I was wearing like a slutty top, maybe I would have gotten yeah. the headlines, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I love how like people. Maybe if like, I invented the Gluck Gluck 9000, someone would care about my podcast. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Anyway, whatever. Shout Sorry. out, shout out the daddy gang. Shout out. Uh, yeah. yeah, please do not drag us. We don't, yeah. we don't have, no, this we don't is have lo- an army big enough. <laughs> no, this is loving, man. I love the that. daddy gang against the throw gang would be a, it was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would definitely like die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. It would be yeah. like, be going up. It would be like going up against Rihanna's Navy or something. Yeah, like you stand no <laughs> chance. The barbs even. Like we, yeah, we don't even have, barbs. we don't even have jobs. We don't even have jobs. So you can't like cancel us, but like we would be fired from throwing fits. We'd have to mm-hmm. symbolically fire ourselves. It would be so fucking nuclear. I would commit seppuku. It'd be a whole, yeah. it'd be a whole mess. Yeah. Anyway. Is that a complete fit check? 
Yeah, that's a complete food check. I think it is. Yeah, you're not you're not holding out on us, are you? Let's get into the <laughs> let's get into the meat and potatoes, Alana. The three main subjects throwing fits. The only podcast that matters are, of course, money, ching, meats and cheeks, sucking and fucking, sex and dating. You know, mm-hmm. most importantly, all my Larry. favorite things, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, well, hold on. I'm not done yet. Ourselves, oh. your most favorite thing. Um, we're going to start with that, right? Because we're going to talk about ourselves for a few hours, then get into like money and sucking and fucking, and then maybe we can like shout out Mel or whatever. Um, One time. Yo, so so this is very serendipitous timing. In just a few days, you were launching the Mel Anee newsletter, and the inaugural issue is featuring, or sorry, has a feature hey. on throwing fits and our fit picks. My question is, why do you want the newsletter to fail before it even begins? Okay. Wait, you guys also have to talk to you. I think you might be the second one. Oh, ah, damn it. You know how fucking stupid we look now on our own podcast? Well, you had, I, no, I you know, know you, I, I get know. it. You had to get one issue out. You had just to get one issue it. out. Yeah. You had to no, get one issue just, out before it all just fucking, you know, collapsed like a house of cards and you featured the goddamn motherfucking boys. Well, it's more that we're running up quite tight against the wire here. Sure. Um, like the other one's already been written. So yeah. I thought I was going to put both of them in, but it's just too long now. Oh, I'm it's not fine. sure. So sorry. Can we redo that in- and intro and maybe, or do we not need to? No, I think we keep all this in. This is great. I mean, we're clear. <laughs> here's the thing, Alana. We consider the way that we see ourselves, that level of importance is delusional. Well, and, I mean, th- the more people that check us on that is the better. So we're in issue number two. Okay, that's cool. I can deal with that. To be honest, we wanted, like, I would love to put you in issue one, but I just, I don't yeah. know if we're going to have time here. We I had, some diva, schedule, way, we had some diva scheduling issues. We get it. It was our fault. I that's mean, fine. you only have me on here because someone that you liked better, like, dropped out. Isn't that true? No, we uh, just had to swap the weeks. That's No, all. we just swapped. Don't, no, uh, you're not a full fill-in. You're just, you've been bumped <laughs> up. I will say, you being like, oh, I wanted to put you, I want to fit you in, but I don't know if I have the time. Anyone who asked to be on this podcast that we don't want to have, that's literally what exactly what we say to them. So, I'm, wow. I don't, you know, yeah. so I see what you're doing here. We you don't. We don't know how good it's going to be yet. We have. It's going to be. What do you mean? How, well, of course, it's going to be incredible. I James mean, and I don't do anything see. that doesn't bang. We don't own. miss. <laughs> yeah, we don't miss. I don't Them know, boys don't miss. Yeah. But a lot of why does why does the world need another newsletter? Like it seems like every fucking day it's like yo personal news. I'm launching a newsletter. Like pitch us on Melanie and why uh, um, we should sign up. First of all, as someone with a podcast, that is the richest. I know, right? I mean, I'm still wrapping my head around how many podcasts exist. We have been doing this shit for five years, though. Head of the yeah. curve. Ahead. We, see the, we see the bozos biting. We get it. Yeah. Uh, although we were reminiscing about how early in Quar there was a shortage of toilet paper and uh, at-home podcasting microphones. Yeah, Yeti microphones. Yeah. You, couldn't get, you couldn't get the Yeti Every mics. fucking incel just wanted yeah. to launch their pod, you know, in March yeah. 2020. It's horrible. <laughs> Every That's resident awful. of Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Yeah. So, why, uh, so why, why Melanie? Why, why another newsletter? Yeah, I mean, I think it's less about the form of it being a newsletter. That's just kind of the easiest way, I think, at this point to pilot something as opposed to like starting your own site or, um, and it, you know, comes straight to people in their inbox. But I think it's more about the content, which is it's a newsletter for women, for the female readers of Mel Magazine, which is a men's magazine. Are you following? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, Mel, Mel is a 50, Mel's a 50% female readership already, right? Well, it's a, it's about 60, 40, okay. which I think is pretty unique for pretty a healthy. men's magazine. Yeah, yeah that is healthy. pretty, pretty healthy. Um, especially since it's like aimed at men. Although as we've gotten bigger, it's become more of just a, you know, a digital culture and a lifestyle magazine. Right. Um, but it's still like through a male lens, I would say. Sure. 
Anyway, back to Melanie. Um, people have always been like, we need a Mel for women. Will you do? And they've been asking me. And so finally, finally, after people have begged me day in, day out, <laughs> thrown money at me. Sure, right, of course. Um, that's what we're doing. And the angle is sort of, it's about, it's for women, but it's about men. So okay. what's what's going on with the dudes? Are they okay? No, they're never okay. Um, you know, early stories might be something on the house husbands of COVID talking <laughs> to guys who have become very domestic during this time period while their wives still work. Right. Obviously when they're not podcasting, obviously. Yes. Like, when they're not like podcasting and becoming incels in their closet, which is where you are. Right. Yeah. Um, it's an office. Right it's an office. Every, honestly, I got to change my situation because everyone's going to comment it. You know, <laughs> this is an office. Yeah. Second bedroom. That is now an office. That so also I love has that, all my shoes. That you're like a real housewives, like, yeah. woman who is like has a house in her room that's her closet yes i mean a no. room in her house sorry you know yeah, what i'm no. talking about i know exactly what you're talking and about do you like drink white claws in there as you get ready absolutely dude i have like a fucking whole situation for like mirrors <laughs> Lawrence like has the, pictures instead of the shaw squad Lawrence has the schloss squad yeah exactly oh my God. You know? polish so the brass bits on but his I, fucking sleds but, on the gucci's but, but i appreciate you noticing like everyone does when i use this as my background, which I really, again, need to address yeah. sooner. Well, the later. thing I've always loved about sneakerhead guys having come That's across. That's not me. Don't, wow. don't. Wow. Wow. Well, I see some of them are loafers. Half of these are real shoes. Half of these are real shoes, grown ass okay. men's shoes. Okay. Men who are very into shoes is they do see them as like art to be displayed. Oh no. It's just yes, a storage situation. No, you know, look at that. Shout look out Brian Donnelly. <laughs> yeah. It is better than a skateboard deck. I think a skateboard deck uh, as art, I think, well, it's like, yeah, I'm, I would street, not do okay, that. It, here, let's rank uh, worst, you know, biggest red flags of dudes that, um, you know, oh, think they have God. art. It's streetwear yeah. toys at the top. Right. Sure. Then I would say uh, skate, like those, skateboard like claws and like fucking yeah, the little uh, cause little figurines, bear bricks, bear bricks oh, and the fun- Funko Pops. Funko. <laughs> they're oh, basically, well, no, they're basically streetwear Funko Pops is what they are. Yeah, they're not. Uh, then we have then, in my opinion, it's um, skateboard deck as art. Yeah, skateboards as art. What about even though they are without frames, like posters? I, I don't even know if, if yo, if you're putting up posters, like <laughs> that's what no pussy does to a motherfucker. Like that's <laughs> truly a cool. I, I fuck with the cool vintage poster, but it needs to be framed and needs to feel yeah. like it's special and worth money. Not like w- not that you went to Spencer's gifts. And, and it like, can't be like John. It can't be John Starks dunking over Jordan. It has to be like, yo, yeah. this like you know Magritte exhibition <laughs> from 1987 or whatever. Yeah, right. It's yeah. Let, can we please stick with some Fellini and not like a yeah. bikini babe leaning over yeah. a Lamborghini oh Countach or something? Though honestly, the artistic merit of both those things are basically exactly. I the don't same. know. I can see guys in Brooklyn being like, "This is ironic. This Carmen yeah, Electra right. poster." is ironic damn i just I have a flashback women. to a poster from college not that i had it but someone it was like sure. uh, a girl in a bikini and like daisy dukes bending over and putting beer in the bottom of the fridge was like this is why i keep beer on the bottom shelf the oh fridge. wow dude <laughs> stardom young yeah yep, just over I mean, the fucking beer pong but table, it, you know? would you rather have that or frank sinatra's mugshot like this is oh, just you know like, like or, Bo- or boondock saints movie yeah. poster the godfather the right or fight club you know some bullshit but hold on Let, okay, this okay. isn't a poster about podcasts it is a it is or this isn't a podcast about posters <laughs> um this is a podcast well today about media uh is launching a newsletter just an easy way for you to like get back into writing 
Because you were you were yeah. nice with the pen for a few years, Hell right? And then you went lines. into uh, you're now a deputy editor, so you're more behind the scenes, and it's more yeah. kind of like make you're like the captain mm-hmm. of the ship, right? You're like first mate. Um, Is this a way to work out that muscle, right? Yeah. Sure, but not not intentionally. I hate writing. I was like, <laughs> you and me both, why, sister. Part of why I became an editor um, was just because I was like, I can't fucking do this all the time. Like, I mean, you know, like a lot of being a writer, especially on the internet, isn't even, it's not really about talent. It's about just being able to do it. Like, and again, and again, and it, right? Um, so, yeah, sure. I'd say this is flexing my muscles, but sometimes I'm going to feature writing from other people. Um so it is kind of more like a little mini magazine, if that makes sense. Why a newsletter? Yeah. So I, kind of back to the original question, why a newsletter, not like a standalone site? Is it like a newsletter's low lift, cheaper? Again, they're just like shoveling more shit onto your plate. They're like, oh, you know what, Alana, she'll do it. Well, I think all of the above. But yeah. I would say, but I would say um, with a standalone site, there's an expectation that it needs to be updated constantly all the time. Mm, true. The thing that's cool about a newsletter is it's like, as big or as small as you want it. And it's like, hermetically sealed. From, from frequent, like from a frequency standpoint, talking about like yeah. over, like that's really what it's about. You don't want to be actually well, overworked. I, you want to joke about it. Yes. I want to joke about Got it. it. I guess. Um, it's, well, so is that the difference between a newsletter and a blog then? Like a blog people would expect yeah, to be updated daily. Absolutely. A newsletter is like once a week. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and also it's cohesive. It, like ideally it tells a kind right. of story. So there's different sections and that way it is more like a magazine than it right. is a blog. Right, right, right. Interesting. It's it's an it, every every newsletter is an issue in and of itself. Right? Yeah. But um, I've definitely wanted this is like an idea that I've wanted to do in any form. Like I've always thought that this, you know, a new I've always wanted to make content for women and a news and a newsletter about men or about gender. Um so newsletter works right now i think i mean we are clearly in the golden era of newsletter if we mm-hmm. haven't experienced you know peak newsletter um it's certainly a phenomenon um not just newsletters but like patreon even only fans uh you know this wave of independent content creators since you've been in the game for a minute now and, and you're at medium which is kind of like the og Substack in a way um do you think that the current wave of independent content creators from a macro perspective, do you think this has legs or is this just like a flash in the pan phenomenon and like the bubble's going to pop and we're going to, you know, the big guys are going to win again? That's a good question. I think it, thank you. I would say, <laughs> oh. so, you know, I mean, the, remember blogs, like <laughs> blogs were started by individuals. I'm thinking about talking points memo, which was like my first big job out of school started by Josh Marshall it was just his blog. And then he turned it into a, like a news organization. Right. Um, so it's not actually new at all. This is just the new form. Um, and newsletters are actually a really old form. Uh, I would say though, there is a limit, you know, everyone is getting not everyone, but there is a boom right now. And I'll be, interested and surprised if people can maintain the amount of subscribers after five years you know five so, years so talk yeah. about five what about five months when yeah shit, i don't well no people are like, hits and i can go drinking instead of reading people <laughs> are like this writer made a hundred thousand dollars last year it's like, right, yeah, but right that right. was the first year yeah. um so you know I mean, yeah you're telling us <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Yeah, like, our our, our revenue check. has fallen off of a cliff, friend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to go down. <laughs> it's subscription models. It's like I understand I kid. different than a magazine, but remember how that worked for magazines? It's like there was a time <laughs> when subscri- subscriptions were how they were being funded. Yeah. And right. 
I mean, obviously with advertising and then that slowly went down. So I guess what I'm saying is there is Give it no some time. Media. Why does everyone, it's like, can anyone just do something without it being the future of media or like, no. this is going to fix it or this is going to save it. It's like, rob it me. Cause the industry is always dying slowly. It is, but like always, we're all- There used to be a glimmer of hope at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> You know? I think we'd be better, way better off though, if we accepted things, if we were like, we make properties that are going to go away at some point and that's okay. Like it doesn't need to be the New Yorker. It doesn't need to yeah. be something that goes on forever. It can change into something else. Like, yeah. do, am I making Mel or Melanie so that it can be around for a hundred years? Like, I just don't think that's how media works anymore. Right. Um, as, as an editor who does a lot of, a lot of your work is um, coordinating and assigning and working with freelancers has it affected do freelancers now have more leverage or maybe falsely or truly feel more empowered now that uh, people are kind of voting with their dollars and being like, yo, I want to support this individual because I fuck with them. I don't necessarily want to support like a nameless faceless brand. I think that again, we're talking about such a narrow type of journalism and writing that works in the newsletter. Like there are so many things that writing for a publication gives you. And this isn't because I'm at a publication, like I'm not brainwashed. It's like, we have legal team. Um, I've yet to see a sub stack that's like doing investigative work. Cause if you got something wrong and were sued, you would be like personally liable. I know that like Substack might be putting together some kind of legal team, but what I'm saying is, is there are protections in place and having an editor, for example, someone that checks your work, someone that vouches for your work. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things um, are really necessary to make good news. So I struggle to see how like newsletters, unless they became there were like little pods of three people that worked at a newsletter and there was an editor and they got enough funding for like legal consulting and all this stuff. I struggle to see how it could kind of work um, like to be a news organization, like news, right, right. but I think for lifestyle, it's great. Yeah. Though I will say the current crop of independent uh, content creators that you see now in 2020, 2021 versus like some of the examples that have been thrown out. It's like, I feel like the ambitions of the current independent content creator is to just kind of stay like small doing their yes, own thing. Like exactly. James and I do not want to launch a podcast network as an example, right? We would just rather do our own thing, do it as best as possible, and then find some other fun ways to kind of make some money, right? I versus, totally agree. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of Mel too. Like now we have about 20 people, but the whole point was Perfect grow size. small. We yeah. don't like, we don't want to become vice. That's like, right. yeah. I mean, why would anyone want to have that <laughs> yes. happen to something they make? Like right. it gets global. Sure. You get rich, but it like, <laughs> destroy, yeah. it's like horrible. Yeah. And you don't want to, you don't want to do a uh, launch no. the proud girls. Oh yeah. my God. You don't want to sell <laughs> your soul to Disney. What if I was like the female Gavin? Like, yo, um, yo. I mean, shit, I mean, that dude, go crazy. You be... can say whatever you want on this podcast. We don't give yeah. a fuck. What are your feelings on uh, white supremacy? Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Um, so yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Like, I think a lot of people just want to ha- make cool work, and that's basically it. And realizing you can do that more is more easily when you're not a part of a gigantic machine, right? Right. Um, like you guys yeah. can just do whatever you want. Yeah, we do every day of our lives, yeah. every second. Yeah, um, it rocks. So that's that's also what's cool, I think, about newsletters. Yeah. Um, Alana, do you do you, so? Do you or do you not want to denounce white supremacy? <laughs> yeah, you should probably do that. I wholeheartedly denounce. Okay, it. all right. Um, so so here in New York, right, uh, in a very specific section of Manhattan, um, mm. the current independent content creators du jour are these two women that have started a newspaper 
called The Drunken Canal that mm-hmm. uh, is wholly analog. The whole premise is that like it's it's a I don't know it's a month it's I think it's a monthly and that they're never gonna put this shit online. Um, there's a social media you know there's social media accounts and shit, but it's like very specific to this uh, current downtown scene around Dime right. Square. Um, just like the gossip and, and all that shit. I've seen that. I've seen it's that. intentionally yeah. anachronistic, right? I what think do you that's th- part what do you of th- the appeal and novelty. Yeah. What do you think of it? Um, well, I think first of all. I, every time we're talking about these media ideas, like they've all been done before. Yeah. Like there's this is just the village not, voice. Like yeah. The village yeah voice, like right? this is not right. Um, sure. I mean, I think, I think it's great for that group or, or people like I'm sure that they enjoy it again. What are the goals of it? If the goals, which they should be like, again, I think everyone is far too like global in their goals of what they want their publication to do. Like that works because it's for a super specific set of people. Right that's it. Like you just need to, that that's great. You know? And I think uh, they know that not to, not yeah. to speak for them, but like, I think, uh, cause they've gotten some press and I think one of the women, uh, tweeted, uh, a lot of people are like projecting on this, which is fine, but like exactly. we're two young women having fun. Like we never thought that it would that's, be like a thing that anyone gave a shit about. And that pureness is what makes fucking great media. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's and I'm honest, sure it's real. they don't want it to be for everyone. No, right. So I mean, everyone wants an article in New York mag and people want to be like, you know, talked about um, in, in a positive way or even just to get people talking. But yeah, I think that, I guess it really comes down to like, yeah, what, what do you want to do? And it's like, I never even thought about it. Funny. You should ask. Right. Well, also what works for right. your, you know, we're at Mel, people are always asking us, like, we, th- we know that this works for this specific like audience that reads Mel and that we make content for. I don't think that it can just be plugged into any other type of group of person and work for them, right? Like Drunk Canal probably wouldn't work the same model in like Iowa or something. <laughs> Every different place. The drunken corn cob. <laughs> the drunken corn cob, like, you know. The drunken I mean, I hog what, farmer. I don't know what little <laughs> like China chalet parties it's being this right. out there, but. Um, R.I.P. It works for them. So cool. Well, I guess that's a perfect segue into my next question. Again, there's a reason why I won a Pulitzer. Um, who is the Mel Reader? Who is you? Uh, Me. Horny like, Jimmy? Are readers I really are do actually... be reading. Are, <laughs> you really your, are, be your readers, are your readers horny? I, are you kidding? Have you looked at it? Yes. Again, you're the it's Don Dada of that dick talk, that dick talk. <laughs> it's literally the horniest. But it's like I was going to say, Mel is the horniest. Yeah, it, there's nobody Thank hornier. You. Yeah. I mean, Mel, okay. So go back to the name of Mel, like Mel, when I hear Mel, I kind of think, mm-hmm. and this is all posy, like a bit, it has like some like 70s sleaze to it in like a, a like a yeah, sexy positive sure. way. Well, and you know, know, the person who founded it um, was at Playboy for mm. a long time. So it is that background. Um, yeah. I think it's also like just, it's a embodiment of everyone who works there. And once you like start looking at that and like seeing our aesthetic, you know, like we all right. are really, we're not like, I wouldn't, I don't want to say we're all 40, but I want to say we're really amused by like, um, you guys just want to have sex online. Well, we just yeah. think it's funny. Like the fu- and we don't, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, part of the thing Who that's doesn't? cool is like, the Mel Fox, we get it. Mel Fox. And like, we can tweet whatever we want. That's another thing is like, we love that. We, well, the second we became like a big news organization, I can't tweet about eating ass all day. And that's not fun for me right i want to be able to make whatever and, and who can is as allison doing socials she is shout out allison. At sadie viva she's amazing yeah. but, but i mean as deputy editor I, I think that uh one of your you know responsibilities is to kind of like 
steer the voice, right? Like be like, oh, this is a male story. This isn't a male story. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. in, in your head, there has to be a reader that you are, um, you know, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Picture. Sorry, picture. Yeah. So who is that? Um, so it's a millennial man. Are They're pretty highly educated, but they're also younger you. than most men's magazines guys, which are way older, like Gen X. Sure. Like ours are like 28 through 30, you know, that that whole window. 30 what? Uh, I don't know, five. <laughs> okay, know. all right, we're good. <laughs> Just made it. Wow, at the buzzer. I don't know, 38. Look, I think they're they're very online. They're engaged. Um, they they love the internet. They yeah. fuck. They want to fuck. I don't know if they, <laughs> they fuck. They definitely want to fuck. I don't know if they can. Yeah, that's that's the um, that's the great problem. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think that's interesting that it's like definitely younger than most men's media publications, hmm. but it's not like a Gen Z kid. And I will say this. I mean, maybe it is. Um, it's not Gen Z. Definitely. I mean, I think they read it with their, uh, sure, but it, that's not the primary. Right, that's Gen not the know how to read. It's a very mature, like it's it's like the most mature Zoomer. Like pe people think yeah, I'm a, people think I'm a, a, a in college. It's the millennial. <laughs> it's the millennial Gen Z cusp. Okay. Right? Mm, um, and then just the taint you know. between the Gen yeah. Z the asshole mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. millennial cock and balls. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it does feel like, and maybe this is credit to uh, Allison, right? It does feel like, you know, Lawrence and I, we are members of the media fucking echo chamber, the feedback loop where it feels like, you know, you can't tell if something is the biggest thing in the world or if like only the, you know, 30,000 people that fucking occupy this space are talking about it. But it does feel like once a month, Mel has that one article that kind of dominates the timeline for the day, right? Where like you, your reading takes about it before you even read the fucking article. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are people talking about? I need to go read this thing. Do you think that Mel gets the recognition it deserves? No. <laughs> no. Well, Talk no, your I shit. Think, Talk your shit. Oh God. Well, I don't want to say no because that makes me seem like I think I, I think it does in some ways. I think it has a lot of critical acclaim, but. I also think people just have started, they don't know like the long evolution of how it came to be. And back five years ago when it was started, the idea of making a men's magazine that was more feminist and didn't take itself seriously like this, like people thought we were insane. Like I was a feminist blogger and people told me I was ruining my career <laughs> to go move to LA. I was like in the New York scene and people were like, what are you doing? <laughs> like going to a magazine owned by a cheap razor company <laughs> yeah. to write about dicks. Like you're so, and, and, and at that time it was like, you know, it's very, now a lot of men with me too, with all this stuff, men's media has changed. And I think in big credit to Mel, like we made it okay for there to be special packages about body image for men and, and like eating disorders and all this stuff. Um, and we, you know, we did so much coverage on sexual harassment. That wasn't a thing I just from having been there covering it, that was really being covered um, in men's media in the right. same way, like service around like how to not be creepy. Mm. Um, so now that doesn't Got seem that when we were doing it, when we we're doing it, like my boss got an email from, you know, guys that work in men's media and said, you've let um, you've the feminist that works for you is out of control and you're letting her ruin really? the men's site. Oh, yeah. damn. Tell them how what you really the, feel, fellas. Who, who, who said that? Yeah, he hope you kept those receipts. Me. He won't tell me. 
He won't. I hope he doesn't tell you because that is fucking. I mean, listen, dude. If that's how you feel, but, keep that to yourself. Do also, not that's fucking a, call somebody. No, down but he's telling that. other men that. Like, but the thing that's is, insane. that's the that is what men's. What I'm bozo. sorry, but it like no, I yeah. think it's definitely changing. Like GQ, like everything is cha- is changing a little bit now. But like, it was a super conservative space. I mean, you guys were at Barstool, which is like another end. But like, well, men's media. We were really at Barstool. We were at Complex more than anything, which <laughs> like, has had to deal with its own fucking reckoning to some degree. But I mean, there was literally a shitty media men's list like there had to be there had to be a list because it was so shitty yeah Yeah, exactly this was all around that time yeah because i wrote yeah sorry go ahead i know i wrote a big piece about like what it was like to work in a men's magazine during me too and the shitty media men's list and all that stuff right and that really i think was but but it was like well in the term in in terms of Mel's um standing in this mm-hmm. editorial landscape, I mean what you're kind of talking about, and you're and you don't want to say that you're um that you don't get the recognition you deserve because your colleagues do such amazing work, right? And you don't want yeah. to, what you're, but what you're talking about is kind of like the the famous kind of Jay-Z thing. It's like you want to be would you rather be underpaid or overrated, right? And it's like, yep, you know, yep, yep. You know, there's there's that it's that it's that balance that like how many people how many we've just talked about vice, right? There is literally like so many fucking examples of things, you know, going the other way to the detriment of of uh, you know an entire legacy of a, of a, of a media corporation, right? Yeah. And I think on the other hand, I mean, Mel's based in LA. I was in the New York media scene for a while. Like I, it's very purposefully not in New York and not like we try to not consume. It's so easy to get swept up and like, who's talking about what article and, right. and is this getting the recognition? And right. if we, if I had focused on that, I don't think the site would have existed because it was just sort of weird. How so, do you measure the success of an article? Is it with like, what are your KPIs? Yeah. Um, this is also one of the first places that I've worked that doesn't have like strict traffic goals. It's really like for a long time, it was like, do we think it's editorially good? Like, does it ladder up to our values? Does this slap? Does this slap? You know, um, obviously traffic is important and it's, you know, grown to like 3 million uniques a month. And that's not because we don't care about it, but our whole theory was like good content will find its audience. And it does, I think. It just yep. takes a while, and Absolutely. we had a lot of leeway. Um, going back to the the fact that there is a Mel story that dominates the TL for a day, I mean, that's virality, right? So I guess, like, as the person that's assigning, and again, like, yes, do this story. No, don't do that story. What if what if you framed it like this? What if you talk to this person? What if you, like, tweet it like this? Mm-hmm. Do you have an innate sense or, like, secret recipe for, like, what will make an article go viral? Hmm. No, I mean, I'm not thinking about it that way. I think if you think about it that way, you end up with like horrible BuzzFeed lists. Right. It's never like, is this going to go viral? It's like, is this an interesting and unique? And does it say something that will surprise people or they don't already know? Um, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. You're not that trying to like, it's like, it needs to pique my own curiosity. You're not trying to reverse engineer SEO or anything like that. No. Um, definitely not like the, what's so funny is like even the dick section, which is like people are searching and getting info about dicks that started because there was literally like no information about like male, um, bodies. Like for example, there's men's health, but that looked mainly at, um, like how you look. I don't but think way, men's like, health touches on eating disorders. No, and like, maybe they might, they might enable them. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But, 
but like for example like jasma all these sites think about how much they write about vaginas and like issues around like reproductive health for women we were like wow like that doesn't exist for men yeah. it just doesn't there's just not even among men a literacy about like how your body works so i need to i need to know the ins and outs of getting a vasectomy like i need that is exactly someone so needs we to give started that to writing about dicks and like that's and that's why we made a dick section <laughs> like it wasn't for seo or because so you i know. can go right to the good shit yeah could lawrence administer a vasectomy at home with like a diy kit I would love to see him try. Uh, yeah, no, well, that's 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 not going to happen. So get some no ether, gets get some whippets, and get like a sharp. Wait, how fucking old are you? I mean, knife. you're already. You guys Thir- know that there's 34. a male, you know, fertility peak too. That's no, covered. Like you exactly. guys, your sperm gets worse as you get older. Oh, for so. sure. Yeah, your dick gets worse with age. You never heard yes, that. Yeah. So before. so get going, Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. No, I I definitely um our Sperm friend, game trash. Our, our, <laughs> Our friend Nick was on the pod and he he got a vasectomy and he kind of, he broke it down for us. And it sounds like I'm team no kids, just personally speaking. Oh, you are? Minutes. Yeah, so I, my wife has been like inquiring about it. And I think we talked about this on this, uh, this old other pod, but yeah, I just don't have all the information, but I need that information presented to me in an easy, under, like understandable, digestible way. Cause I'm a stupid guy. Wait, so hold on. Now I just really want to know, you definitely yeah. don't want them? No, no kids. Not at all. Yeah. Because we, we already put a shoe. Exactly. I want to spend money on, on myself. It's, I know. I know. You know? I'm, fuck. But you the fit picks, you would you would just do that to them and fuck them up for life. You would yeah. just like get them little cool outfits and they'd be yeah, And they just and they outgrow that shit too. So it's like also, by the way, like I my dog has a lot of clothes, an embarrassing amount. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of already happening. So yeah. Um, Alana, so Lawrence mentioned that you know, we were a complex and uh kind of in the I would say golden age of like you know, clickbait. Um uh, page views was like the metric du jour. Chart beat, chart beat just fucking oh you know chasing that chart, high. Chart that, beat. Yeah, seeing that, that needle just, just like fucking throttle. Activated my like PTSD. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. We were in the shit right along with you, and we used to play this game at Complex. Um, Lawrence used to participate before I put in a formal request to move him away from me, mm-hmm. which was granted. Um, so we would play this game where you would kind of try to come up with the most clickable headline. Right. And it was always something like Kanye West cheats on Kim Kardashian with Kylie Jenner while wearing unreleased Supreme Nike. Justin mm. Bieber leaks the, is the one who leaked their sex tape. Is there a perfect Mel headline that would absolutely get the most clicks? Oh, my God. Well, Cooper Fleischman, who's our audience director, is pr- amazing at headlines. And most of the genius you see is him. Um, but I, oh my God, there have been so many. It'd probably be like the men who eat ass. <laughs> on like on Thanksgiving <laughs> on Thanksgiving in front of with their family days like on queering the gender binary like, actually something wait, is- hold on we need to write this down because this is we're going to make this the title of the podcast oh, as viral as possible so I'll, well I'll go back and put it down well okay how about this right has there ever been something that's gone v- crazy viral that like surprised you in its popularity <laughs> Like it, it didn't have a crazy headline or maybe you're like, I thought it was less, it would be maybe less interesting or more like deep cut, like something that really surprised you with how many people were like, I need to, I need to figure this Yes, but lick. it's not, it's not really that funny. Um, it's, I kind of oversaw the, this project where we talked to men, pro-choice men all over the country about like abortion and their experiences with it in the sense of like, how could they have supported their partner better and what mm. were their feelings about it? And that, to this day is like always kind of because when you google that 
like there's no guide other really than that for how to deal with that as as men and so that's so a surprise is the seo good on that because if there's a lot of guys just being like need abortion asap yeah. and how that must be. yeah i'm not i'm not deep see i try to stay like fully in the creative zone right. abortion wiki how um yeah, were, you surprised, exactly. were you surprised by what you uh got from these pro-choice guys across the country yes definitely what what, like, what stuck out to shocked. you how much it impacted them like like emotionally um, emotionally i thought they of course they no one really wants to hear what men have to feel about abortion it was very interesting to edit it because it's like but their but their opinions weren't like i wish she hadn't gotten it it was more just like i didn't know how to talk about how i felt and like it changed our relationship or i wasn't really there for her in the ways i because i didn't know how to be like that kind of stuff heavy shit <laughs> Yeah, it was really heavy. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, to go from dicks to abortions to let's talk about popularity, like just generally speaking, what is the most popular topic that Mel covers? Is it analingus? Okay. So our num it's not that. <laughs> Although I, I did edit an ass week. I don't know if you're aware. ass week. Ass week is one of my favorite. I live every title. There's so many good titles for this episode. I live every week like it's ass week. (laughs) I mean, dude, I can't believe you ever read it. I'm honestly upset. It's like my I can't read a whole week. A whole week's worth of ass content. You know, that's Monday ass, Tuesday ass, Wednesday ass, Thursday ass, Friday ass. Like we did an investigation where someone talked to like 200 straight men if they really eat ass now or if it's more a meme. Mm. That was an what, amazing one. What percentage of straight men that claim to eat ass actually eat ass? A lot of them. Here's the thing that's interesting. They, they were ass cappers. Eat more, but they do it because they see all these memes and then they're like, I guess everyone's doing this now and I got to do it to be cool. Like my boys are doing it, I guess. Like <laughs> eating ass for the I fellas. <laughs> that is honestly all studies show that men really um, change behavior based on other men. Like they just want it. It's for the fellas. I mean, bro, right. if your homie jumped off a bridge to go eat some ass, wouldn't you do the same yeah, thing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if everyone else is eating it. Or- yeah, sure. Right. That's yeah. so, okay. So All these guys so- are having it on Thanksgiving. But I want like, to get in then, on the fun. Then we did like uh, interviewing porn stars known for their huge tits and how they feel about now, like it being an ass centric era. Wow. That how are their really backs doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were like, honestly, tits really never go out of style. Like, <laughs> That's even true. Like, That's they true. were like, even though we're in this ass moment. Tits it's are like jeans. Forever. T- tits are jeans, bro. They're they're timeless. Yeah, that's dude. Tits exactly are forever, right. bro. Come on. That's exactly right. But yeah. um, okay, back to your question. Yeah. One of the most popular um Mel stories of all time. This like haunts me. I like wake up in a night in a cold sweat at night because I cannot get it out of the top three. I've been trying. <laughs> the headline is how to make your loads bigger. Oh, yes. I, it's just like men. Hell just yeah. That's Google literally that. Google. That's that Google. is SEO. And like, we cannot, it's like my dream when it gets knocked so out. What is the, if you, could yeah. boil, if you could boil it down, if you don't want people to Google it and keep bumping it up the leaderboard. No, I'm not, right I don't, now. first of all, it's like, I think it's like four years old. I have not read it in years. I refuse. I refuse. refuse. I think yeah. it's just like hydrate. Yeah. I heard. I heard. Cheers to that. I heard subscribing to our podcast on Patreon makes you makes you. That that's what does it. Yeah, Yeah. like fucking you know short. But you have uh, to. But but here's the thing. But you have to be listening to Jimmy and Larry when you bust. So it's a trade off. Which happened to Dick Suck? Which happened to Dick Sucking Ron? Dick Sucking Ron once uh, busted a nut while listening to the pod. But it was an accident. On accident or on purpose? How did he get? How did he get horny? Porn, he was like, listening he, would, to he was listening porn, to the po- but his podcast player was there. He was listening to the pod in the shower. And then he, his like, uh, his wife left for work and he was just like chilling on the couch. 
started jerking off and then like at the at climax was like oh fuck i left the pot on and then like his attention went from like the porn to the pot oh, as he like no. busted nut yeah wow that's real friendship dude shout out yeah. dick sucking around exactly wow. um what's your what what's a topic that consistently bricks even if like it is a pillar of the mel editorial space and you have to do it for whatever reasons like you know whether integrity it, you know yeah integrity or just like tradition like what's something that just fucking does trash numbers mm trash numbers how to make I my load smaller <laughs> i mean i do i edit a lot of this stuff like you know there are pieces that are grist for traffic like a lot of the stuff about food or memes and internet culture a lot of the like more serious like pbs topics like male suicide and stuff like that but we still do it because it's important right um, sure. so yeah i would say topics that like would just bum us all out yeah, i'm surprised like, the abortion one did reading, as well as it. reading about men's suicide i'd rather fucking kill myself you know what <laughs> i'm saying I'd rather abort myself <laughs> yeah part of the problem wait wait hold so, so wait so back to the loads thing because that's hilarious what's okay. if, if that's the piece that you personally take umbrage with what's like then the most controversial thing overall that you think you guys have published no god I like mean, what, do you, what have you called the most heat for i honest oh man Enough? A lot? I'm trying to think about which one and, and from <laughs> who. Uh, when I first got there, I wrote this piece called Cuckboy. Like <laughs> coining the term like a feminist fuckboy. And it's oh. it's like a, it's a piece of satire, but right. it was legitimately viral. And all the leftist men were mad at me because they're like, you're just mad we don't want to fuck you. And then the Nazis <laughs> were also really mad. I'm like, this Jewish feminist woman doesn't even love these Unity! Guys. Dude, you pissed off everybody. I pissed everyone off. Wow. Um, you are the Joe Biden of uh, yeah. cucks. Yeah. Wow. Everybody hates he you. Is, he yeah. is such a cuck boy. Uh, <laughs> something um, everyone, again, another thing that everyone could agree with. Yeah. How do I, how do I make my missile loads bigger? <laughs> yeah. How do I make my drone strikes bigger? Do you, uh, um, does Mel, like controversy in this day and age, like is... Uh, means like a payday in a lot of ways, right? Like, do, does Mel ever not intentionally invite controversy, but like, or it? You definitely are no. fucking familiar with you it. Dance around point, it. Right? No, that's actually only if you have an advertising model, really. Like, mm. remember, we don't have ads, so like an increase in traffic like that isn't going to get us more money. Like, we we our Dollar Shave Club is like a client for us, and so no, not at all. Like, it's but just. You but you seem like the type that doesn't mind to dance with the devil a little bit to court no, controversy, no. you know? I no, I think that's a good magazine. I mean, a good right. magazine is like on the cutting edge, but it's not necessarily like for payday. It's more Got just it. because I kind of like, I like that people never know really what to expect from Mel. Like sometimes yeah, it's, true. It's, it's always, it's always criticized. It's either too feminist or like sometimes we're accused of being like red pill. Like you actually hmm. don't know, not red pill, but people will be like, you hate women. And we're like, yesterday you told us that we like, that I'm a bitch, that I'm a bitch boy, of, cock loser. Yeah. Like yeah. one time someone cock. was like, sometimes the only man who works at Mel magazine is the lady editor. They're all <laughs> pussies. <laughs> And I was like, is this, like, I don't even understand. Is this a compliment? Yo, are yeah, they what are you doing here? Has it ever, like, what, what, what are they has it ever gone further than that? Like, have you ever, like, gotten fucking, like, death threats and shit from, like, Nazis or, like, left leftist dirtbags? Oh, I mean, over the course of my career, for sure. Like, my biggest, mostly when I was still writing, that's another 
big reason I kind of stopped writing as much. To not be murdered? <laughs> yeah, I actually like couldn't handle it. Like there are a lot of journalists that love it and or it just doesn't bother them as much when people sure. are telling them they're ugly and like that they found their nudes and Reddit threads. And like for me, it would just like lead me to too mental much. breakdown. That's a, that's, yeah. I, I couldn't personally hack it. So, but like when I did, have you heard of man threading? No. And threading, but tell me Before more. Before I came to Mel at Gizmodo, I wrote a piece about like men. It's like man spreading, but it's with their tweets. So like men threading tweets. And that that to this day is like death threat city. Everyone hated me for that one. Damn. Really? Just because um, you another banger. A, a, a Twitter format? Like, I know. bro, it's no, just no, your tweets. Trust me. I know. And so well, that's hard. But, but there are certain people that all they have, the only place where they can fucking talk with anyone and even have any type of dialogue is on Twitter. So you yeah. Know, but I also, here's the thing. I, I mean, some of the criticisms of that piece were definitely right. Like on the left, people were like, you're not really talking about like men of color who do threads about police brutality. Like, I, I think that a lot of the criticisms of the piece were right. Like I wrote it in like 30 minutes for a blog. Right. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's insane. Like how did that piece, which was like to this day, one of like the most asinine pieces I've ever written yeah. cause that kind of reaction. I don't it know. Did- did Mel in, in in the four years of Trump's presidency? Did Mel ever you know talk about dancing with the devil? Did you ever like do like QAnon or conspiracy fucking wacko shit? And like, did those? Did you ever tangle mm-hmm. with those folks? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, How crazy I, did it get? I mean, it's just every time, every time you write about any of these people, it's just like preparing. Yeah. Like to this day, one of the only cease and desists I've ever gotten from is, from the, is from Gavin McGinnis. Like, oh boys are like so litigious so like if you literally like there are five thousand articles saying they're like a white supremacy group and if you say that they will send they will threaten to sue you and it's like that's literally like out there that that yeah you guys Talk about you guys fucking want beta this, bitches be clear yeah, yeah. well that's um, not, that's the whole thing right but like when we did fem i did a package on like women of the manosphere like groups of toxic women who like believe that women oppress men like there are female incels, for example. So yeah, what are those? What are the fem, fem cells. They're called fem cells. There's honey badgers. <laughs> There's a bunch of different names for them. Um, and yeah, what's their, so honey badgers. So what's their deal? I mean, where do I start? I, I don't How know. do we it's, get these people to fuck each other? The they right because that's each all. Other. No, I, well, it depends if it's in if it's voluntary or involuntary, sure. right? But still, you know. There's got to be some, like, they need a link. No, the men, are you kidding? The men would be like, I'm too good for this. <laughs> sure. Probably. Right. Some, some, some fat neck beard addicted yes. to fang they energy. Don't want, the whole point with these guys is they don't want, like, their equivalent. They, be, they yeah, believe yeah. that they deserve, deserve like, yeah. Giselle. Sure. Damn. And the fact that Giselle doesn't want to sleep with them, it's not a reflection on them. It's because she should die, right? Right, right, right. Because Giselle is a fucking bitch. Yeah. So, I mean... Whenever, when we wrote about that group, like they made like three different podcasts about us. Like they'll like, they'll like make content, like YouTube videos for three hours where they'll like talk about your magazine and how much, you know, it's just emailing the bosses and that kind of Oh, like trying to get you fired and shit. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Doxing and shit. Well, we, 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 we haven't asked the obvious question on it, which is like as deputy editor of Mel Magazine, like what do you do? (laughs) 
So people, sorry, I love this question. A lot of people who don't, they're like, why is, what does deputy mean? Like, what are you fucking sheriff? Like, Sent to the manager? Yeah. And it's Hand in like, your gun and your badge. Yeah, it's You're kind through. of this like old school magazine term that still exists. But basically what it means at Mel is like, I'm the number two to the editor in chief. So working the beat, just like making sure that the site is running. Um, it's changed because it is a like startup media enterprise maybe not so much at this point but like my job changes all the time um sometimes i'm doing more like special packages big stuff um launching things editorial direction yeah like deciding what the story should be and the angles i work with all of the freelancers basically um manage those relationships then i have four staff writers uh that i work with like that you're the, you're, you're the adult in the room it sounds yes. like yeah well i mean you can ask them you're making yes. sure that you're making sure that the inmates aren't running the asylum <laughs> <laughs> yeah although i think it's very much just a free-for-all well, you, but, you said that um except you said the inmates a, are fucking fire with the pen dude and they get yeah. the clicks so yeah yeah, yeah. gotta understand who's i also fresh. think of myself as an inmate Right. It's Arkham Everyone Asylum all over to, again. Like we yeah. always say, like in order to work ML, it's just like the most mentally ill people that like <laughs> live and breathe like Sick. irony poisoning online, you know? Um, you mentioned in an interview you did that one of your duties does include uh, hiring and firing people. Lawrence, I've never fired anyone. Have, Lawrence, have you ever fired anyone? Yes, unfortunately. Damn, Wait, it sucks. I said I fire people? Yeah. Huh. On some Substack stack uh, from 2019. Um <laughs> So it sounds like you have experience firing people. Can you can you pretend oh, to yeah. fire us? Because Lawrence and I have never been fired. No, I don't. Uh, let me correct that. I think I've like been in the room when the other person is doing the main. Doing the firing. You're the good cop and someone's the bad cop is what you're saying? Well, I'm the deputy, you know, baby. Alana, fire us. Oh, God. You cocks. This is just like poor. This is just like a fetish for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, Tell me how I suck. I had a dollar for every time a man has asked me to fire him. <laughs> I don't do this for free. You're going to have to pay me for that. Wow. Okay. All right. Damn. Okay. You're going to have to pay to get fair fired. Enough. That's, yo, respect, man. If you're good at something, never do it for free. The Joker there, said that. There are also, a lot of. There are a lot of aspiring writers in the 18 million okay. listeners um, that we have weekly. And, you know, I think that right now they're always just like, yo, how do I write for X, Y, Z? How do I start my own shit? If they want to write for you at Mel Magazine, what's the best way they can pitch you on a story? Well, we do and, have- and What are some do's? And then also, what are some don'ts? What are some don'ts? Um, well, we have an email, pitches at melindustries.com that goes to all the editors. That goes right to the trash can. Yeah. No, actually, literally, you have more of a chance of people reading it, sending it there than to me directly because three You're busy, people, you know, I'm just so busy. Yeah. Got um, but you can send a pitch there. And in terms of like dues, keep it short. I think very clearly show like how it's a male story. That's usually the thing that's missing from pitches. Um, like your pitch should be, let's say you want to send it to five places. Well, it should be slightly different for each one because each place has a different point of view. Right. Um, why is it a male story? How is yours? If there's been other coverage on it, how is your coverage different? Like I, I never, there are a lot of sites that just kind of do like aggregation. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be different. And then why are you the person to tell the story? Would you ever, would you take a chance on someone that, that, that has little or no experience? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What? I, I've like done that all the time. Yeah. I don't care. I actually like don't really care if they have 
good writing skills and are easy to work with. Like, honestly, sometimes people who have the most experience are harder to work with. Right. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this has been a nightmare. So, what's, what's your personal media diet? Like, what do you read besides Mel? Be stay informed. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. That's really the, that's the answer, right? That's horrible. I mean, I love the cut. Okay. You know, New York magazine until I die. Mm-hmm. Um, it's changed so much over the years. Like I used to be really into like the hairpin, Jezebel, all that stuff. Right. Um, I have to be honest, I'm reading so much for work now, like editing yeah. thousands and thousands of words um, that I really just want to like watch horrible sure. uh, trash I, I, TV. I, I lied oh, we'll to myself the... and said the same thing when I was, when I was editing too full time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I just want to come home and fucking not do any fucking more homework. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, whenever i'm reading something i can't just like like especially journalism it's like why did they make that choice or damn it this is so much better like why don't i why don't we have this on pit you know i can't it's like a it's like a there's a competition in you there is yeah do we listen to other podcasts yeah no No. there are there are no other podcasts yeah we're the only podcast that matters so I by agree. definition, that means all their podcasts don't matter. So why would you listen to them? Yeah. No, I, I mean, are... I listen. James doesn't listen to any podcasts. I listen to a bunch. So it is kind of like we bring well, kind of bo- both perspectives. Like, is there anything that's a direct competitor? Like no. uh, an interview show hosted by two cis white yes. men? Yeah. Straight uh, white maybe men? New York uh, Times, no. The Daily, in terms of like yeah. Uh, yeah. listenership. Joe Rogan. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, really just us and, it's just us and, and Joe Rogan and Joe Button, the Joes. At it's the us top. and the Joes. Yeah, if, if we had a, if we had so a Joe funny. on here, we'd be, we'd be great. We'd be set. Yeah. I mean, Alana, you, you are a journalist, you know, through and through. Um, all journalists are naturally super observant people, right? You are a flaneur. You can never turn off the fucking, the brain, the big brainioli that you got in that dome piece. Um, so I know that you're out there in LA. You've been there for five years, especially coming from New York, the coolest, best, most, you know, highest energy city in the world out to fucking trash LA. (laughs) Sorry. I hope they're paying you a big bag um, to have to withstand that. What is the most like, cause Lawrence and I, in our mind's eye, I do think that when we think of the stereotypical trash LA fit, what we have currently is a little out of date. We're talking Mm -hmm. like uh, scalloped hem, butt wipe tees, Fucking big brunch hats, Chelsea, skinny jeans with the Chelsea boots, yeah. a lot of fucking bad jewelry. Mm-hmm. What is the most like stereotypical atrocious LA fit these days in your opinion? Yeah. See, that's really interesting because LA is so big that that's like one very specific Venice look. Yeah. Like to me, I don't associate that with like the LA look because I just don't see it as much living We're, out here. You've also been inside for a year, so. Yes. What, what uh, area do you live in? Yeah. Uh, Silver Lake, Virgil Village. What, what's, what's your address? address? For, for um, the Proud Boys listening. <laughs> 6969. Okay, what's this, what's this? What's the stereotypical Silver Lake look, whether or not it's like any more or less atrocious than I mean, what we I would say, like, this is what, it's like, oh, New York, you guys are just like wearing what guys wear here. I don't understand. It's like, no, they're, really, they're wearing, no, they're, to the un- they're wearing, I'm they're sorry, wearing what but we like, wear. Where do you think you to got the, the tie dye? I'm like so annoyed. To the annoyed untrained eye, it might appear that way, but that's not how it works. That's not oh, trickle, okay. trickle down dripponomics. They come, it starts in New York, <laughs> yeah. makes its way out sure. to the West Coast. We're the right coast. That you guys I are the alt-right coast. So you're saying that Silver Lake, the average guy, it dresses like the average guy in Brooklyn. I... I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Like when you guys discovered tie dye like a year ago, 
Uh, Everyone here was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's I called Sublime. Ever heard of it? You know? <laughs> I remember in New York, I would they would make fun of me for so yeah. bad for having checkered bands. That's like, a, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? And now it's That's amazing. a classic. No. Tra- classic checkered vans are a classic the tie-dye thing for sure is yeah, something that's like that, la like vibes like yeah. west coast shit but deadhead deadheads are that's you know they're global yeah. they're everywhere you know yeah but yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah but I, I still think like i don't know i have a different i think it's different based on gender like you la so pride now it, it seems like you have you're like i'm from california what? and i hate oh it, so. you yeah, hate I, new york I hate it. Mm-hmm. Why, do you, wow. why do you hate New York? I found all the stereotypes about LA that people are shallow, career hungry. Like that was New York to me. Like people. Well, it's, it's called welcome to earth, sweetheart. It's everybody, right? Like, I don't know. New York people will fucking cut you. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like. Especially in, in media. What you're talking about is East Coast media, like that fucking pocket of people versus Mel Magazine out on fucking an island. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it out here. Yeah, I right. Yeah. It. You're removed. Um, I mean, yeah. Silver Lake, I, I do think that the stereotypical Silver Lake fit does have elements of, because also now Silver Lake is its own, Silver Lake is like basically like Williamsburg now, right? Yeah. Where it's not like, it's so fucking yeah. gentrified and-, and Yeah, I mean, what do you mean Williamsburg, the, the fucking brimmed hat? That's like a exactly. Williamsburg guy with the rings. Exactly, yeah. but they, these are like bros that are co- cosplaying ago. as like cool guy or whatever they see on like <laughs> Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that there are elements of that Venice guy that we described. I do, yeah. I do see- elements of that in the silver lake guy for sure but you think it really is like so it's tie-dye still no, i think no i think it's like just like hips like highland park do you know that area yeah, like yeah. vans and right and like i don't know like nice jeans and maybe like a hawaiian like vintage shirt it's just not no, no there's a look for tattoos. sure i mean yeah um like Hipster, athletic socks the beauty of of living in this day and age is that there the same hipster can exist in every major yeah, there's no, there's no absolutely yeah. yeah like very I little think, very little regionalism i think there's more of a difference in how the women dress if i'm being sure honest. and what's oh, that yeah um generally speaking just like we when you're living in new york and you're at least in the before times you're like seeing women who are models and work in the industry all the time. Like I just remember being blown away and like so inspired and seeing like weird shit, like people on the subway with like very bizarre, like, sure you know shoes and then that becomes real, you're talking about real personal style by the way real personal style yes but it's also very expensive shit yes um, yes come, come to go so yeah. i like when i was living in new york i had a lot more like weird money stuff like i really would like really lust after stuff that i saw women who were like wave swearing like i really wanted to look like wear all black and like do that look does that make yeah. sense the yeah. row um wow. yeah exactly and i definitely think here like it's just a it's totally different. The style, there aren't necessarily fits like that. Like, I don't know where you're going to be seen in that same way. Yeah, sure. There's the red carpet. That's what exists. Like, it's like a different thing. Yeah, and that's not good the style. Streets, the streets being my runway. Exactly. You know? And I, I actually, even though I love that about New York. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but the way that people just walking around dress is like. Looks so fucking so, sick. It's incredible. And it's like so inspiring when you're living there. Can I ask you a loaded ass question, Alana? Sure. I'm scared. Your man's, oh, how does he dress? Oh my God. Does he fly? He's so fly. Oh, uh, sick. Okay. So you don't, yeah. so do you buy him clothes or do you, or no. get, he, you're like, he's, it's a hands-off so thing, right? My That's whole the way life, to do it. 
I always like was so into personal style and clothes and like would always date guys that did not give a fuck at all. Like, that just, like, like shit. yes, basically, <laughs> you know, like they're just the same jeans for five months that smell like a dead person and like a Disgusting. t-shirt and their boot cut probably. Yes. Oh God. But I don't, and I would always be like, I would always be like, why can't I ever just date? Like there are men who are into fashion. Like, wouldn't it be cool to just date someone that could like understand or talk about it with me? And then finally it took all this time, but um, yeah, he, uh, is a Jewish boy born and raised in Los Feliz, and his mm. parents are like architect, like in a very like artsy. there you go, he has swaggy like, profession, swaggy, swaggy profession, Jufro, and like he also like does not care about like he'll wear any color, he'll wear flight suit. Like, are you, dating, just, are you dating little Dicky? <laughs> stop it. No. See, fellas, um, if you dress well, you will suit. fuck. Also, also, but, fellas, just get a flight suit. Wherever you are, you're gonna look like oh, weird. Also, like, but wears, certain women are gonna like. like he it. definitely has like um lesbian energy in the way he dresses. <laughs> like he'll wear like Birkenstocks and overalls oh, yeah. with like Great. no shirt under it, and just show up with like a basket of oranges. And you're like, what's <laughs> going Ohio. on? But he looks yeah, yeah. But he also, you know, I would make fun of him. He always had like the opening ceremony collabo. Right. Okay. Sure. Right. So, like he's, so he stays up on it. Yeah. yeah he, he stays he, up he on it. Reads the blogs. But he's also he. Yeah. But he's also very like hippie influenced in a way that like I haven't really seen many New York. He sounds like he inspires your swag. Like he's inspiring to 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 be around. Yeah. Well, when people like they were like, "How did you meet like the male version of you in terms of your style?" Like it's a little much when we're walking right. around. Oh, together. sure. You guys look like, like some type of out of like central the- casting. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like both wearing Birkenstocks. That's cool. Uh, though. It's it's not a couple that stocks style. together, rocks together. You what's know your what what's your Burke of choice? Yeah. You know, I this is actually kind of upsetting. Birkenstocks really are uncomfortable what? on my feet. I know. Really, I know, it's so fucked, right? Damn, bro. Are you doing are you doing hard foot better? No, I've been tr- both. I've like literally okay. for years. Damn. Dude. I, I think it's just the way my feet are, but I wear them anyway. <laughs> it's it's your like- fucked up feet. You know why? Because they're they're you're, you're working with the Gucci's now. You're all mangled. Dude. You're trying <laughs> yeah. to get but it no, to work. No, I have forever been like I have horse hooves for feet. Like they're not okay. attractive. You need like you might need like a triple wide or something. You know <laughs> well, the thing is, is <laughs> But I love how Birkenstocks are like my Manolo and that they fuck my feet up, but I'm so yeah, but you're still gonna invested wear because I think yeah. they're the hottest sure. thing in the they're world. S- they're sex on like, a beauty. Beauty is pain. Yeah. I mean, I love the all leather ones. Those were like the high end. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know like, what you're talking inside about. Inside the black. Um, mm-hmm. I'm try- I want the ones that are like just the mule, like slip Boston's. Yeah, the Boston's. Mm, the Boston's. Those are great. Yeah, we put a lot of our uh, the the eighteen million kids that James referenced yeah, earlier before. Like we, I've got we put into like seventeen of seventeen million of them onto Boston. <laughs> I got into Crocs. Yeah, I love Crocs. Mm, classic. I have the ones with the strawberries. Cute. Oh, those are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, the artist series or whatever. Yeah. Like, those shits are nice, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I am basically just like rocking a farmer's market fit. That's that's time. swag though. That's, that's a good look. Swag. Yeah. yeah especially and I love, but I love to accessorize it, right? So like with like an insane like jewelry and shit. Mm, and nice. then I'm I'm ready to go. Rock and roll, and you, dude. Jewelry yeah. you found in the in the bins at yeah, uh, the fucking you, good you literally ripped it off of a corpse, dude. You went to a fucking, you know, <laughs> you exonerating. Yeah. Guys yeah. wish you could swag like me. When okay? when when the bins I'm get swag. rinsed, you're gonna be at the cemetery fucking digging up graves, bro. You're gonna be a grave robber. Great digger. Um, well, Lana, look, Lawrence and I, I think that uh, we eventually are going to come to uh, Los Angeles, oh right? We God. are going to, we are going to party. We are going to fucking walk around and up with, with you and you and the boy. Um, 
I guess my question for you is, you know, once you guys get vaxxed up at Dodger Stadium and shit, mm-hmm. uh, what is your first post-pandemic night going to look like? Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you thought about it? I thought a lot about the trip. Like, if the I trip. Where are we oh, going? Where are going? vacation where immediately. Go? Where are we going? Yeah, yeah, what's the deal? Who are we going with? Yeah. Well, what's the agenda? Um, his mom is from class? El Salvador. So okay. I kind of want... Here's the thing. We met in the pandemic, so we've never done anything together. Okay. Um, so You've never I, even been physically next to each other. No, no. <laughs> I don't even really. I've never even met the man. You're being met the, you met him on the Honey Badger subreddit. <laughs> oh my god! You're being catfished by a proud boy. It's a plot. Yeah. It's a long con. I'm kidding. That would be you terrible. Guys, he was Knock making fun of me last night because of my lack of Virgil Abloh knowledge, and he was like, "Good luck on the podcast tomorrow." And I was like, "Damn, that's harsh, see, dude." Yeah, dude. Um, it's fucking psychologically messy. Wait, is he, he is he a listener or are we not like cool enough and no, weird no, enough? No. He he just wasn't aware. Now he is. Oh well, him not being aware is a fucking problem, but because he already knows who Virgil is. But I guess all like, right. So so the economies of scale. Like, it's it's just because he's more in like the weird art world than the right. fashion world. It's sure, not, of course. He yeah. reads the Drunken Canal. Sure, we yes. <laughs> he would. <laughs> he God, he if flies he over to pick up an issue. All right, yeah. so you guys get vaxxed up. Okay. You meet each other for the first time. Um, <laughs> you go to El Salvador. You're going to El Salvador. Go to El Salvador. Um. Just I'm the two trying- of you? Are you gonna? Is it to meet his family? Is yes. It, are you I bringing a whole? So. Are you bringing all the homies and getting a fucking like summer house, like oh, our God. favorite show on Bravo? That would be really fantastic. I th- I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm trying. The, I can't allow myself. I'm still not convinced. When really? I, I, have you been vaxxed? No, it's we're really anti-vax. So- yeah, I don't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> Like a I lot of L.A. That's talk about a fucking trend that you guys can yeah, keep Jesus is the anti-vax Christ. shit. Lord. But also, I don't know if I'm going to get it. <laughs> Wait, why are you pegging that on us? I don't know. So, okay, so there have been a lot of articles um, of varying, you know, it's investigative lifestyle depth, shit. But it is like mm-hmm. wellness shit, right? Where it's like uh, a lot of junk science and mm-hmm. a lot of like kind of uh, being seduced by charm and personality versus like actually what you're supposed to do. You do see a lot of LA-based wellness and crystal influencers um, hawking conspiracy theories and anti-vax shit on their social media in the past year. Are they really LA though? Like to me, it's the same way we we associate it with women. And I think the first doctor to ever be anti-vax was a guy. I mean, this is specific to like yogi, like wellness LA. Sure, I'm sure. I just I don't know any of them. It's but, women's fault, obviously. That's what yeah, we're trying to say. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. So I just uh, everyone I know here is trying to <laughs> wait. So what so how are you? So you're gonna fly to El Salvador, you're gonna go first class? Oh no. What do you who do you think I am? I work in media. You're I think you're the I think you're a deputy editor. <laughs> oh well. I think we you're need to have the, a chat the Duchess offline. of Deputization. Well, this brings us the to the I've second. I've never been in first class. Really? I mean, few and far between for me. I typically fly private, but if I, you know, every so often <laughs> commercial. This brings that. us to the second topic okay. of the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, which is um, money. Ka-ching. Pesos. Yeah. Um, you talk, I mean, it's funny. Like you joke about who do you think I am? How much money do you think I make? I work in media. And that is like a common thing, but there's misconception. There's for sure big money in media. It's just not necessarily with the editorial guys. And the thing about like (laughs) salary transparency, which is so important, right? Is that uh, I just saw this tweet. Actually, I I don't know if you retweeted it, but I saw something where it was like, yo, I'm hiring this media job and I'm getting people that are uh, 
requesting salaries anywhere between $30,000 and $120,000. Nobody, nobody knows it's the most like opaque shit on intentionally, right? So that you can like keep people in the dark and fucking feed them shit uh, like mushrooms. So it's important to know, Alana, how much money do you make? Yeah. Oh, God. I said all that to you just yeah. fucking trip you up with that question. Yeah, it's a little, you, you might be familiar with gotcha. Yes, we yes, ask everyone, every, we ask yes. everyone this question, yeah. Whether or not the answer is very few people give us a straight answer. Yeah, there may be. Um, feel free to in, bullshit around this and I'll go right to the next question in, if you want. In hundreds of episodes, maybe like a handful of people have actually answered. And a lot of them ha- are like entrepreneurial people that like work for themselves. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just ask this. How much money would you like to make? Like yeah, what, what well, is, okay, well, what first is. Of all, Let's clarify. I don't think that I'm underpaid or anything like that. I just think who flies first class. Like to me that, and maybe that's just my own misperceptions. Like you need to have money to burn. I flew first right. class to Lawrence's wedding. Yeah. Okay. He got, up, well, you got, he got upgraded. You have a fashion I, podcast? No, I got upgraded. Yeah, right. I got, but you we're famous fashion podcasters. I got so upgraded obviously. and it was a regional shuttle flight. And it was basically like, uh, I mean, four extra a, inches of leg room. Do you think a person who shops at the bins <laughs> cares about first class like no, i don't give a okay. shit i'm taking spirit so i can save extra money and then like buy something and okay I- so so forget about how much money is, you do make yeah or how much money you even like to make it's like now i want to know what are you spending your money on because you're talking about how you're like you're cheap and you're thrifty like where when do you fucking ball out that's what i want where does it go yeah uh well i got a a, a refurbished peloton through a fake family discount hell yeah Fire. dude refurbished um, so it like, <laughs> you bought a peloton on grailed no like seriously like it's at the, the bins most, like, it might have a scratch on it we can't promise you anything she got a bike at the bins it's one of these things it's that's <laughs> it's not a, a peloton it's a nordic ski track no, you got a nordic like, track at the bins let's let's be clear I definitely have like a shopping addiction. It's more that the way that I don't totally go into debt is by doing it for like five cents at the bit. Does that make right. sense? I see. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. That like, is economies of scale. It's quantity, not quality. <laughs> like instead of just buying like one really expensive shirt, I'll buy like 10 yeah. that have holes in them. And then my right. mom will yell at me and be like, what is wrong? It's Which, quantity, way, quantity over quality. Yeah. And also, by the way, that Nirvana Nevermind tea, you could get thousands of dollars for and you could pay for first class when you go to El Salvador. But exactly. You know, but I'd rather have the tea. But the you'd tea rather have the tea. So, so is it really is it still uh, John's fashion, um, whether whatever the price point is like, that's where your money's going? Um. You could just you could tell a lot about someone about their spending habits. Is right? it all well, superficial yeah, no, bullshit? Just, <laughs> I'm just thinking. No, I mean, I don't think there's like that much expendable it's like there's bills there's right. a car ah um, the car that's right that's what uh, are you what are you pushing yeah what's the whip a wraith i have a 2007 <laughs> lamborghini bmw convertible fire hop down with the a license. crazy dude dude that's the other thing like you're gonna get the I barbie dream house next god damn what color is that beamer black you blast down the PCH, just fucking top down. And I bought it for my family friend who like went through a divorce. <laughs> oh, you fleeced well, them. Wow, you carpet just... bagged your own family Dude. friend. <laughs> Holy fleeced shit. Them. Yes. Um, and Grease. the license plate Grease. says dump him. <laughs> and, like, Get out of here. People, I'm not kidding. And Can then you send, I also us a, have, send us a picture? I, I will send you a pic. Like, Please. Here's That's the incredible. The you, have car... a, you have a dump him vanity plate that, yes. you, that the family friend had. Obviously. No, no, oh, no. I got in. She was like, what have you done to my car? And I was like, oh, what? you got it to immortalize the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, I was working that fucking Beamer for 10 years. I said to her, I love this car. 
I was like younger. I didn't even get my license till I was 26. I said, if and when you ever sell this car, you have to promise Sick. me that I you, would sell you, it to me. You but hooked up with the husband and you were the home record just to get the <laughs> oh fucking whip. Speaking God. of long cons, God damn. You're you're a dastardly person. Diabolical. Yeah. Woo. Worth um, it though. Yeah, demon but, time. But uh oh no. I mean, the thing that I what's so interesting, like if you guys lived in LA, you'd probably be very into a car. It's an extension of how you dress. Yeah, well, we've said it before and we'll say it again. John's and watches and gear and cars it's all the same kind of a lot of under the hood talk for dudes where are the jeans made in japan on what loom it's like getting you know under the hood of a car or you know knowing a watch movement it is exactly. a similar i'm on the ban all cars train yeah. though I, I ban all cars there's a oh, part right. of the the male the male um consumer lizard brain right that scratches yeah. that autism that exists in all men just just real just <laughs> what like, about like what about like uh that's art i mean your your boyfriend's in the art world like what about like food oh, yeah. um i guess not like nice wines like drugs like marijuana <laughs> yeah good you fucking- cali sober you <laughs> I'm just full blown sober, baby. Okay, so yeah. you're a narc. Okay, so your drug budget is yeah. a spicy zero. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, look, buy my I drugs down by the bins. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned it. <laughs> what about, okay, for for all okay. the aspiring writers that now know how to pitch you, um, yeah. I guess like you know something that's that's absolutely important. I think is transparency around institutions and media publications rates so that you know what you're getting into. Right. So it's like, yo, maybe I do want to take this to Mel. Maybe I want to take this over to GQ. What's Mel's rate typically for a freelancer? Yes. Um, The starting, basically we kind of start everyone out at a similar rate and then it goes up depending because I think like the longer we work with you, the easier, the faster, the less work it is to turn around that, that means more money. we just don't know what the process is going to be like. So right. like I would say, of course, there's exceptions depending on how extensive the piece is, but like a 300 to 350 starting rate and then going from there. It's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move, on to the third and, let's move on to the third and final topic of this podcast, which is everyone's favorite topic, meats and cheeks. Mm-hmm. What is the sex advice that the Mel reader always comes back and asks for more of? Yeah. Oh God! The gift that keeps on giving. How to make my words? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I think okay. If we're talking about men, yeah, I think erectile dysfunction is a way bigger issue than yeah anyone wants to admit. So there's that. There's just a lot of dick dysmorphia, and that's what dick I call dysmorphia. It. Yeah, episode mm-hmm. title. That's where you. That's like- a well. We already have. Listen, if the episode title wasn't already "Men Who Eat Ass on Thanksgiving," dick dysmorphia. <laughs> Would be a banger, but it's that's no can do, no can do on that one. But uh, yeah. okay, dick dysmorphia, ED, and this is just stuff that, um, like guys are just afraid to talk about, right? I think so. But are they afraid to research it, read about it on their own? No, because no one can tell, except for us when we see recent searches of Mel Magazine, and it's like, my right. dick doesn't work. Please help me. <laughs> Help yeah. me, Mel. Dear Mel. Yeah. <laughs> Mel. What about Mel, women? you're what, my what, only hope. What are the women uh, looking for? Yeah. What are the women looking? Oh, man. I don't know if they're coming to Mel for sex tips. But sex. maybe they're trying to solve their man's problem because their man can't fucking, you know, he can't bear to look at himself in the mirror. Yeah. That's because of, how, of yeah. How, what society has told him is right versus Yeah, wrong. you guys, it's so hard for you. He's yeah. just dribbling. He's just a Thank dribbler, you. you know? He's not busting fat ropes. He's just fucking... <laughs> 
My boyfriend's Sorry, loads not, are too I small. I'm not trying to load. I'm not trying to load shame. I'm not trying to load shame. Yeah, anything. my man's fucking. Damn, dude, you're load shaming. <laughs> Another great episode title. Like, loads in porn and porn stars clearly. Yeah, they have. What the bigger loads thing is confusing to me. Like, why would you want a bigger load? Like for the aesthetics of it. Like I, to me, I personally don't. For get the aesthetics, it. I think it's, it's like a, it's a, a virality it's a sense, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's like basically more sperm. Like. Yeah. I'm such a man. I have so many swimmers. Like, um, but can you imagine are- like watching like Johnny Johnny Sins or no. whoever like Busty who drove that and being like that should be me? It's like you don't watch Michael Jordan dunk from the free throw line and go. Yeah, exactly. I, I can do that. The right? other thing it's, is, have you? On, bro. I was like, this is so stupid because I've never ever heard a woman be like, you know, it was great <laughs> sex, but like small load. Right? It's like. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The smaller, the better. Less to right? swallow, yeah. less to clean up. It's disgusting. you just want it to be a poof of dust. It's like that would be <laughs> like, ideal. Honestly, you could blow if, it out of the air. If nothing like a dandelion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the Swiffer. He busted. Let's get him out of here. Right? Easy. Just yeah. Like it's actually a logistical nightmare if everyone was had these monsters. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, That's why uh, we need this article taken off the internet because it's too powerful. <laughs> The loads are reading themselves. It's too powerful. <laughs> yeah, That's dude, so we must suppress this. It's information that if it got out, it would change everything. What about, um, I want to ask about, uh, you know, obviously the Dollar Shave Club tie-in. What about in Mel Magazine's opinion, what's the ideal penis grooming situation these days? Because there's yeah, what's the obviously like uh, stuff that is, in vogue right not like vogue the magazine but just you know fashionable maybe though like, we don't read vogue so what are what are men currently doing with their fucking pubic hair yeah we can't agree as a stat i mean it's polarizing i almost right. resigned of it's, it's it's tearing the newsroom asunder what are the front runners yeah what are what are the options just be like totally bald like yeah. men don't what about the gucci eyes? the gucci g's like Ken, you want a Ken doll, but with a dick. Ew, I Clean. think it's disgusting. I want Harry. I want hair coming oh, out okay. of the shirt. <laughs> right. Shirt what about like the Chanel out. logo? <laughs> yeah. Even better. Okay. Um, so you want you want Harry? What are nat- the other? You're all natural. Yes. Is but there the- any in between the the super bear and the fucking yeah the yeah. Ken doll? No. Alopecia peener and then the I fucking think- all natural. All men are kind of group. Like I think that again, we had this like video once by our awesome video guy. Like how to talk to other men about your grooming. Like do men not talk about like oh yeah I had to trim because I'm gonna get my dick um, sucked tonight. Uh, <laughs> like what's your yeah point that's how trimming? we talk. <laughs> yeah that's pretty accurate to be hey, honest. Lawrence, I'm about to go get my dick sucked. Let me borrow your fucking <laughs> beard trimmer. I'm always asking my boyfriend about this. He's like Alana, the way that you think men talk about sex is not t- accurate. Not I'm the way that you think about it is very tight, dude. Very yeah. tight. Let me okay, ask you but- this. Let me ask you this. Uh, Lawrence famously, infamously uses the same uh, <laughs> razor oh, we've done for his face so and nice. his dick and yeah. maybe it's other called, stuff. It's called like, going green and being energy efficient. He wouldn't understand. He's is a that polluter. smart? Is that gross? Did what is an that? investigation on that. It's like really gross and bad. You're basically like trailing bacteria. Like if you ever tried to shave Damn. your ass and ever use that like on your mouth. I, like, n- no, no, I'm just, I'm talking <laughs> about dysentery. No, well, not, <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not shaving my asshole, but I am shaving my dick in my face. Is that bad? Wait, what do you mean your dick? Like the, the hair comes up on the shaft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bad. What, what do you, that's, no, no, that's normal. What do you? Oh, thank you. Not my. Yeah, I'm not doing my ass, James. My ass. Is, a, I never said you're doing your ass. I never I said my ass. ass. My ass no one is said fucking ass. Nice. Okay, as what is, are dude. you doing to the balls? 
Oh, I mean, it's a combination of stuff. I mean, the electric is just like the my beard trimmer, right? That's what you're going to do to like get things to like a good cruising altitude where you can get in there and none. You get in there and be like really fucking laser precise with razors, different fucking, you know, all this stuff. Oh, my God. Is that unhealthy? Is that? that no, no, I that, think that's fine. But okay. it's just you're so basically to, to recap for everyone at home, don't do ass to mouth. With but your, also yeah. I do. No I ATM. am worried like, right. OK, let's say you had like a cold sore and you're like, I, look, let's just say a man has a cold sore and then he like shaves his dick like, oof. Oh shit! Harry. I think I mean, you need to like. I just no, think you never need to happened to me, but that's that seems church pretty obvious. Church, church and scrotum, in my opinion. Yes. Church and state. Wait, what, what's stopping you from getting just a separate dick razor? Yeah. Uh, I mean laziness, and you know, honestly, it's like I yeah, I probably even it have works. like an older one that I should relegate to. Though I guess the face is the most. I would say the face is is the be- has the should you get the better razor? You and know the what? Dick, it's like the. I happen to work at a place. And oh I can send right! You some fucking razors. That'd this is planned. This is sponsored. Content. Yeah. What's Do you have an electric? No. Does Dollar Shave Club have an electric razor situation? They don't. Damn. What's the See, what's the that. what's the they asshole do. grooming? Because I think that's a little foreign I to both know, of us. Man. What's the asshole grooming uh, situation? I, I like. I. Besides requiring a separate razor, dude, yeah. I don't know. It's like, what kind of men are we talking about? I think it's probably. Well, you just, yeah, are they gay or straight? Men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say two heterosexual podcasters anecdotally like i don't like straight men i've met and interacted with aren't shaving their buttholes Mm, yeah Um, i think that you like first of all it's so horrible and uncomfortable like i didn't even really know i was supposed to do that until like (laughs) a year or two ago like i was like jesus christ like what it's just the worst experience another one (laughs) yeah yeah like oh now oh that shit like yeah that's it i'm moving to france (laughs) we're getting too old for this shit i'm going to the continent Yeah. Okay, so that's a, so it is a little bit. So really, what we're hearing here is there's like there's standard fucking hygiene shit, but for the most part, when it comes to aesthetics, it's case by case. Yeah, isn't yeah. it personal? I mean, I I understand grooming if it's like getting in the way of sex stuff, right? Right. Like, but I personally don't on men or women. Like, I like a natural look. It's just not like. 70s what? are back baby yeah, we're pro-choice like, we're pro-choice when it comes to abortion and we're pro-choice when it comes to asshole grooming we're just mm-hmm. a, a pro-choice pod across the board yeah, yeah right it's a very, very libertarian podcast <laughs> yeah so it's like i don't like when bootstrap your been... own asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just feel like all of us are going too far with the grooming like let's just... oh well i mean everyone's relaxed for a second that's fucking basically. society we live in a society and sometimes we, do we you know, i don't know if we up. still do yeah true like um well, this past year has seen a lot of, um, you know, I think everyone has has way upped their film and TV consumption game. Uh, Alana, in this segment, we call Fuck With Not no. Fuck With. The working title. Actually, you're an editor. You could probably help us come with a better title yeah. for this. Who's your guy, it's Cooper? Hazard. Yeah. Cooper, whatever. Who's the headline guy, yeah. The, the guy who came up with Men Who Eat Ass on Thanksgiving. That was me. I'm that guy. Oh, that was you. I, you were just well, getting just, in the mind. Like, you were getting inside the mind of Cooper to yes, channel I was him just off the cuff like, right damn well a, as a top as a top editor or top deputy editor uh we want to know what you're fucking with what you're not fucking with film and tv yeah what are you watching we, right now I have those eyes. the worst taste in television i mean hit us, hit just, us, hit us. i actually surprised. i think maybe i found something that was too dumb for me but have you ever what? heard of toey no What's what, like, why is it so it dumb? It stands for what does it stand for? It's like something of Essex. It's basically like a really trash reality show from the UK, oh, like oh, in the, the Love Island. In the Love Island, 
era. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. A lot of tight clothing. Oh, oh my god, I've also gotten super into Survivor. I'm obsessed what? with it. People yeah. love that. Oh, Yo, so I you gotta I, get into it. You have to. That's such a thing it. that there's certain people that love Survivor and are, are obsessed. And I remember watching like the first season when like whatever Richard, the naked guy, won like a million years ago. <laughs> but I have never even thought about Survivor once. But I see it on Twitter. A lot of people are obsessed with Survivor. I mean, still on the, it's still on the air. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, CBS, definitely right? having like a renaissance yeah. too. So um, what do you watch old seasons and just, and yes, just like, and there's binge. like classic seasons. So each, Oh my God. And it, and it goes back to the early aughts when things were super cringe. So each season typically has sort of a, a theme, right? So one will be, there are three different teams, beauty, brawn and brains wow so it's like so, an ethical like it's a philosophical the theme is, the theme is, uh, allegory or, the theme is britney spears misogyny us, they did different races they did a race oh wars God. and it's like what race. Yeah, <laughs> little it's race so wars good. you did a race war <laughs> it's like the team of like oh my god it's you who won uh, it. who won the race war? i'm not gonna give it away oh come, well, i'm just gonna who google it but guess it, guess African americans white people it's it's very physical and and, and fucking mental Asian guy, I think. Really? Asian guy. Yeah. A single Asian guy. Well, you know, yes. we're taking a lot of L's right now. So glad we got a W back in 2006. <laughs> Yo, respect, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Actually, the guy who I, won? No one even knows. Fucking. He, I forget. Terrible representation. Damn, like you, you guys can't even remember his again. name. Uh, Survivor, Toei. So like trash reality TV. What mm-hmm. about like anything on Bravo currently? Yeah. Um. Not talking currently. to the Bravo boys. Okay. I, I mean, I love Bravo. I had to take a little break while I got really deep in 90 Day Fiance. Sure. Ooh, that yeah. shit is addictive. So Summer good. House is our is our favorite, I believe, right now. I want to get into yeah. that. You should. It's really good. Watch? It's really fucking good. Where do I watch it, though? You got to get uh, Bravo. Hulu? You gotta, yeah, uh, Hulu. Oh, yeah, Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can do the that. Current season, also- they're currently doing a quarantine Summer House, so they... So the whole conceit is that they're like, we're New Yorkers. Like, they live in Murray Hill. We work oh, hard. God. We play harder. We play harder. You know, it's, um, it rocks. There's yeah, a podcaster it, on the show, honestly. Yeah. Well, she became a podcaster um, after she got the fame. Um, we uh-huh. had one dude on our the previous podcast that should not be named. Um, and, yeah, this year they're doing all their work and play in one house in the Hamptons. And they're just the worst fucking, like, rise and grind, like, motherfuckers. They're yeah. just like, you're working 80 hours a week because you're bad at your job, not because you have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, work um, smart, that not also hard. That reminds me that Play harder. And it relates to fashion, that I watched The Sopranos for the first time during yes. quarantine, and it like changed my life on a many different levels. But like, I, mean, it's the best I show can't get dressed without... Today isn't a very Sopranos-inspired look, but right. I did name my new dog Carmela. Wow. And my goal is just to look like everyone on that show. Everyone like on the show like, has such like, great fucking I actually, personal I, style. I mean, Carm, awesome Adriana, style. but I'm also obsessed with the men, like Mo- Christopher Moltisanti. Like, can yes, I look great like looks. that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the wardrobe that for that show is is really incredible. And it, and part of me thinks that a lot of it is like the 90s revival, like it's just hitting. I guess Sopranos like, what, like 99 when it was on? I don't know, whatever. It's like early 2000s. Yeah, but it is it is kind of like, it's perfect. It's like the nexus of I like- I think season you know. one was 99 or 2000. Yeah. So, um, what about, is, is there any film and TV that is like, so it sounds like you're not really a fan of prestige TV. Is there anything that's like dominating the discourse that you're just like this? I hate this. Like, yeah. fuck you, Queen's Gambit. I don't need to learn to <laughs> watch a I fucking didn't chess show. Queens. I didn't love it. I thought it was what like almost too sexy. 
No, too like cookie cutter perfect that I couldn't. I was like, what's wrong? Like, I don't know what's wrong with this. Nothing. Like how it's made. They made it in like a lab. Right. All the elements of like prestige TV. It's like the hot woman who's somehow an alcoholic and then the mental illness and then the flashbacks. Like I just, it was okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It it does feel like it was made in a laboratory by an algorithm or something. What about a bachelor? Are you fucking with the bachelor? Of course I'm fucking with it. And the whole like uh, race fallout of that. Oh, that's, God damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not, I'm not loving it this season. <laughs> it's tough I just time don't, for. I don't like The Bachelor. I just, unlike, unlike those, unlike those survivor race wars. Yeah, that really, <laughs> race that scandals leaving a uh, foul yeah. taste in my mouth. <laughs> At least they were upfront about it. That's yes. true. Right. Transparency is, is important. Yeah. And if you're going to be explicit with your racism, you know what? Respect. Bootstrap your racism. Don't be Gavin McGinnis and level a cease and desist trying to hide from who you are. Yeah, just put it out there. And also, there is a merge on Survivor, and they end up all mixing together. Oh, Oh, you love to see that. Wow, how progressive. How progressive of the race war. They don't stay in their race forever. (laughs) The race war has to end eventually. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny. You have to watch it. Alana, let's get into um, some constructive criticism because obviously you're doing amazing. You've, you are, uh, again, deputy editor at Mel Magazine. <clears throat> Underrated, underappreciated, underpaid, sounds like. Okay, um, I'm not, no, wait. Overworked, <laughs> none overworked. None yeah, of these. These are all the things you said. No, you, I, you, you specifically. When did I say I was underappreciated? I said, whatever. Fine, man. Fine. What we're trying to say is that gigantic is, chip on your shoulder that's basically a boulder and how it's yeah. kind of like hindered you from making any progress in your that's actually true in your personal life. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. and that's why we're gonna give you some advice, right? We're absolutely okay. fans of the work yeah. that you're doing. Yes. And we and not just the work you're doing, but you yourself after you know we've hung out for the last two hours. Um, we just want to offer up some constructive criticism. Oh god. Mm. Right. So that uh you can really take it to the next level. Um I'll go first. Like, you know, it, it's a well-known fact. Dollar Shave Club sold to Unilever for a billion dollars. Um, why don't you kick this up to the bosses by throwing fits for literally only 1% of that, which is $10 million. Actually, I, we want to. It's done. Let's Say talk. less. We'll sell all the IP. As yeah. we, what I, IP I would you want? love no to question. buy it. Tell us what IP you need. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it to you. But oh. what? How much? Name or price. $10 million. $10 million. 1% of the billion you have that you personally have to play with and make decisions with. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Thank right. you. I'll go down uh, to the bins and see if I can. <laughs> yeah, right. And go, down bins. The, go down to the bins and see if they need another fucking podcast. Um, yeah. No, we should. We absolutely like a brand like Mal should. It should have. Should have, have, have a for podcast sale. called Throwing Fits. Um, Everyone okay. has their number and our number but is not that here's high. Here's the thing. Would you guys, this is just a question and not, not about Mal specifically, but mm-hmm. would you want to be owned? Don't you like that you can do your own thing? I don't know. Everyone's got a number. Throw, if you're going to throw some um, but don't dollars make, at us, you like, don't yes. make a lot of money. We make a lot of money, but I don't make $10 million. I don't make $5 million. Well, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to get five. Well, you, you're, you're asking for 1%. You're advocating. We're not getting, you're getting $5 million. Dollars. We're, we're each getting 5 million because the sale will be $10 million. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. Switching gears a bit. Um, one of the things that uh, does make us money, not necessarily $5 million a piece, but uh, we have a fake ass newsletter that we gatekeep uh, behind the paywall on Patreon mm-hmm. called the Thursday Dumper. And it's pretty good. And it's a shoppable thing. It's a newsletter all about John's when, where and why to cop them. But we could really use like a bigger kind of editorial vision. And I'm wondering if you had any time to maybe, you know, take on the, the mantle of editor for that. And yo, we can't, 
pay you, but the ex- it might be good for like your exposure. Oh, totally. It's like I'm an intern. Yeah, it's like an exposure play, but you won't, you're I, an editor. Yeah. This is actually the funniest thing. I got like a recruiter emailed me and they're like, we have a thing, position we think would be great for you. Editorial intern at like some website. I've Who was the recruiter? I've had, I don't Gavin know, McGinnis? <laughs> but I was it's like from LinkedIn and I was just like, is this a state of media or just like my sad life? Like, you're like I need to update my LinkedIn profile ASAP. Yeah, oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you could just pay me an exposure and sexual harassment, fine. Yeah, I guess yeah. I can do it. We sure. absolutely need a, an editor in uh, this week's edition. Um, Lawrence forgot to link to the product that, yeah. uh, you know, like, Wait, like I, I forgot I mean, that. It's got kind I of stuff. I do think you could be like more of a lifestyle. I mean, let's just talk offline. I don't know Done. why you don't Say have less. a magazine. I mean, don't you want to throw money out? Don't you want to have like a money pit of a magazine or mm, something? Yeah. If the money, money pit, pit that's is not just my, my closet, yeah. My pockets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk different media types, right? Like okay. Lawrence and I, we went from uh, you know cutting edge video with high production quality in Fashion Bros to a podcast network um, that is you know worth like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yes. To just two dudes sitting in their undies at home uh, with fucking yeah. incel podcast mics. Um, we are on this path of regression when it comes to technology. You are going from digital magazine to email newsletter following our way, go even more Luddite and just pass out a weekly pamphlet like it's 19th century London. You mean like Trunk Canal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically. Or, I mean, or like whatever they used to warn prostitutes that uh, Jack the Ripper was murdering yeah. them, that kind of I thing. actually think that would do really well. Yeah. A pamphlet, That's how Barcel no. started? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I think they were a newspaper. But a pamphlet is even, you know, it's easier to do. Yeah. It's less work. Well, go right? to like COVID testing centers. Yes. Like it's right. play the bins. You're, the that, you're already, you're already, you're already a, a princess of the bins, dude. You might as well fucking baroness of the bins. You guys know about, is Street Sheet like a San Francisco thing? Do you know what that is? No. That's where I grew up. Basically, it's like a, it's a newspaper. It's a little sheet made by homeless people. I'm not quite sure how it's made, but it's like, Almost people sell it, and I think a nonprofit like funds it, and it's they write it, and it's really awesome. It's called Street Sheet. I think Drunk Canal is appropriating Street. What do they write about? Just like just like different stories or what's going on. Homeless people. Yeah. What else is going on? Tech bros, homeless people, crazy rents, drug problems. Uh, The Rock, starring Nicolas Cage and um, Sean Connery from 1998, Tours of Alcatraz. Yeah. Yep. Jerry Bruckheimer, Blassic. Yeah, Blastic. Probably the best movie ever made about San Francisco, The Rock, 100%, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally, the last piece of constructive criticism, Alana, before we get you out of here. Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, I'm not sure if you are familiar with a previous endeavor uh, of uh, the only podcast that matter, a little website called Four Pins that I was the editor in chief of that James contributed to. um, And you're familiar. And Mel Magazine famously wrote um, an article about it. Our our friend, Dave Infante. Yes, uh, I, could, I commissioned that. Wow, sick. So we probably have, I probably have some emails either from you, in, uh, probably connecting with Dave, though I knew Dave already. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's spearhead the Four Pins relaunch at Complex Media. That's you. You take that on, and then you hire me and James for an out, astronomical, out of this world. Oh, um, I have to deal with Norbert consulting fee, but you got to work at Complex. You're yeah. you're oh. the boss, but you hire us to kind of like EP to make it keep it natural yeah. to kind of keep the legacy going. So we just get paid to like vanity be yes yes and no men. Yeah, vanity titles basically. Got it. So you've really been fucked multiple ways. Everywhere. Well, Every- I mean. 
complex. I will say about four pins, like because obviously the Barstool thing kind of blew up. But uh, even though it was our own fault, obviously, uh, like everything is. But complex that 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 property and that IP was developed in house. So that's not something that I feel right, like anybody right. you did. Yes. You know, sure. any, any people, any people that would be foolish enough to tell James and I to like bring back fashion bros or relaunch complex. I'm like, cool. Talk or relaunch four pins. It's cool. Talk to complex. It's like not our, we don't have anything to do yeah. with that. You and know? you do sign. I mean, for me, every place I've ever worked, they do make you sign a thing. Oh, for, for sure. The work they, that you do here is owned yeah. by us. So, right. Yeah. Um, Although that, that is being, challenge slightly podcast, i think is um, a lot yeah, yeah the, the 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 podcast i forget what it is uh at buzzfeed right it's kind of like the latest example where again it's kind of like a caller daddy situation and yes caller daddy and bars are like ridiculous beings but this notion of fostering and grooming and uh developing in-house talent and in-house ip that is intricately tied to the individual, individual yeah. yeah and and this I mean, is, this goes for news too and like newsrooms and like uh you know like Maggie Haberman has like 1.5 million followers, right? Like that's so valuable as, or, or is it? No, I totally agree. I mean, I just don't understand. Just give it to the person. Like it doesn't work without them. What? It seems like it's more about like ego or that's bad, but that's bad business though. Also to play devil's advocate. here. So then hold on to it and have it kind of die and be not as good. Take care. Yeah. Take care of your people, right? Take care of the, it was really, it's like, listen, I'm talent. James is talent. Alana is about to be talent with this fucking newsletter and all these fucking podcasts. She's about to be doing. You better get fucking used to seeing her. All I'm saying is take care of us. Take care of the talent. We put asses in the seats. So fucking pay up. Don't be cheap bitch about it. That's all I'm saying. Attaboy. Just, add a boy and add a girl yeah. like you know make us feel loved come on speaking of but, which i guess the final thing i want to know a lot is like do you want to be a face because like you were this you were this writer and mm-hmm. you talked about some of the struggles that come with the byline and the kind of profile that gives you so you've taken a step back do you feel like itching a bit to get back in the spotlight a little bit to get out there to do pods to put your name on on a newsletter like you know that's it that's like the light that's the lifelong question that like everyone asks me and it changes day to day but I think like as an editor um you can actually have like a ton of influence and say a bunch of stuff even if you're not writing the piece you know you're the puppet I mean? master right. you're the you're the, pu- yeah. you're the you're the wizard you're the, of the, box. You're the woman you're behind the curtain yeah exactly yeah, yeah there's this like famous um editor named Clay Felker who kind of like never heard of him never heard of him but he used to say writers get the glory but editors have the power Ooh. Uh, hell yeah um, you want glory or power yeah both no, I mean, I, Why can't I have it all it's like an old school. I mean, that was back in the day when like people, you know, it was now as a millennial, you just want everything. Yeah. Um, but I think like the things I've gotten to say through editing with Mel are just like so much sort of more nuanced, bigger and more impactful than anything I would have just written personally. And there are other people that are better. As we said, writing is like, I just like tear my hair out over it. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, We'll see. We'll see. Well, we're excited to see uh, you put pen to paper yeah, or finger wait. to keys with the Melanie newsletter. Go fucking sign up for that. Uh, yeah. Yo, Alana, congrats. You made it through the only podcast that matters. Mm-hmm. What do you want to plug? Where can the kids follow you on socials? Where can they sign up for Melanie? The floor is yours. Yeah, go off, Queen. Okay. At Alana Levinson is my handle on both Twit and Insta. I would love to be followed on Insta just because Twitter really is a hellhole. And I just... Right. What are your what are your IG numbers like? What, uh, where are we at? Like right Twenty five hundred. Not those are rookie numbers. We got to pump those up just like no, the loads, that's, fellas. That's, that's media elite numbers. That's, We're gonna get you up. No, it's bad. But my all right, go Twitter follow like Lana on IG. Yeah. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is forty seven point three. Dog. 
You're to you. Hey, you, this is a fight that you do not want. I make I sure that everyone on the and, pod and, has you know less influence. We're going to move on. We're going to move sure. on. We're going to move on because to get <laughs> Lawrence talking about his his social media numbers is uh, I'll kill myself. I, about yeah, men's, I think the audience, the audience will too. Thank God we're at the end here. Three percent, three percent of the men's suicide rates happens from people having to listen to Lawrence uh, talk about his social media numbers. That's um, and, the, and follow he, with Alana. great power comes great responsibility. Go follow Alana on any. socials. Uh, and, and on sign social, up for Melanie. That's where you'll get all the info to sign up. What's uh, what's Mel on Twitter and IG? What is the handles? On we are Mel on both. We are Mel on both. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Go find it. You people are smart. Go figure it out. You know how to use the search bar. Go read Mel and read our article. Read the article that Alana is writing on us in the second. That's why you got to sign up for the newsletter. Else you're going to miss the fucking goddamn motherfucking boys. Should we tease what it's kind of about? No. No, no, uh, uh, fit picks, fit picks, not fit picks. Alana, thank you for coming on to the thank only you, podcast. Alana, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for having me. Of course, chef. I'm slap that motherfucking outro. How should I begin this? I'm just so offended. How am I even mentioned by all these fucking beginners? I'm so appalled. I might buy them all just to show niggas how much more I have in store. I'm fresher than you all, so I don't have to pause. All of y'all to suck my balls through my drawers. Dark night feeling, die you be a hero. I live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I went from the favorite to the most hated. But would you rather be underpaid or overrated? More victories is for minor league coaches. And yeah, already told you we major, you cockroaches. cockroaches. Show me where the boats is. Ferrari test the roasters. The hammer went broke, so you know I'm more focused. I lost 30 mil, so I spent another 30. Cause unlike hammer, 30 million can't hurt me. Fucking insane. The fuck am I saying? Not only am I fly, I'm fucking not playing All these little bitches, too big for their bridges Burning their little bridges, fucking ridiculous Champagne wishes, 30 white bitches I mean the shit is fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous I mean the shit is fucking ridiculous Five star dishes, different exotic dishes Man, this shit is 